over 80 years, amazing storytellers from different mediums, including comic books, TV, film, games, and more, have created the vast, ever-changing multiverse of stories, worlds, and characters that have come to define DC. These iconic worlds have become a part of our own culture. Gotham City, Metropolis, Central City, Atlantis, Themyscira, and the iconography for DC heroes. Images like the bat symbol, the Batmobile. Logos like the S-Shield and the Lantern. Are immediately recognized worldwide. The classic superheroes have inspired. And the supervillains have entertained. Generations of fans across the globe. And that is who we're here to celebrate today. You, the DC fans. The passion and the commitment you bring to the world of DC is what has kept it going for over 80 years and will keep us going for many more. And the future of DC is brighter than ever. We will have something for everyone. Surprising and delighting fans who have been on the journey with us all along. But also inspiring a whole new generation to carry the torch. That is the power of DC. More power to DC is needed. Sit back for the next few hours and enjoy as we celebrate the past, showcase the present, and preview what's future holds. Welcome to DC Fandom. 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 force in the universe is a story. A story that shapes hearts and minds. It bends the test of time and changes the way we see the world. A story Yo, 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 it's J&E here with the J&E Comic Cast, and we're live streaming uh, DC Fandom here. Um, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties with our camera, but my boy Jay is here. I'm here, E. 
Well, we're rocking with you guys for the next four hours, okay? Um, as we get started here, let's say they're getting ready to set up. And uh, hopefully we have this uh, camera issue uh, fixed soon. But for now, you guys will just have to listen to our lovely voice and watch along with us. So stick around. Um, we're here. We're here. So hang out with us. Shazam, Shazam. I'm extremely excited about that. Oh, and Black Adam, too. Oh, they're showing clips now. Speaking of James Bond. I saw that this week it was pretty good. Doctor Fate. Fate, oh yeah, so I'm excited about too. This looks amazing. This is good. Just look at the suit. Fandom and hello. 
Black Adam himself. Let's go, Black Adam trailer. Yo, bro, I muted the audio for the stream, but I have the, let me turn on the, I think the CC's on, right? Yeah, it's playing CC. Yeah. Yo, that is in, that's, that clip was insane. Yeah. Um. That Black Adam suit looks nice. I mean, Black the whole Adam thing, thing, but the, the suit look is going to be insane. Yeah. Bro, I'm. I don't know. I that was such a teaser trailer, bro. I I, so I like, expect more. Just lighten the dude. Like, yeah. Yo, I can't wait to see him going against the Shazam family. Yeah. Real quick before we get in today's um while well, we're in it already, but we're having some video, um uh, camera issues. Trying yeah, to figure it out. Twitch. Um, trying to figure it out, but right now we're gonna have no video of us, um until, but and keep enjoying the stream and 
keep enjoying our reactions to it.
weekend. Um, I apologize for the four-year wait. Oh, my God. We've been here since 2017. But I'm very proud of the sequel because it's tackling a lot of issues environmentally. Stakes are higher, and I'm just excited because I had a big part in my boy James, you know? <laughs> Check it out. I'm excited for you to see it. Times are changing. It's one of the fastest changes. Like the comic book, Thor of Aquaman is so big and so rich. It's epic. It's huge. It's colorful. The world is at stake. I'm super excited to be back making the sequel. I have so much invested into it. I love this character. I love what it represents. There's nothing that I've ever been a part of that's like this. People are going to be in for a treat when Aquaman 2 comes out. They're going to get a movie that's more mature, but yet still retain its fun. They will give the audience something different, something new that they haven't seen before. The success of that movie as the biggest DC movie of all time shows what James Wan and his team were able to do. And in this second film, we have turned the dials up to 11. It has the action, the fun, the heart. Action! Three superheroes and supervillains have entertained generations of fans across the globe. Can you hold it? You got it? Can you put that in the movie? <laughs> Just play around with this cast again. It's quite a trip. We're having a blast. This movie's a lot of fun. I think fans are going to be very happy. And I think James is really excited to go all out. This is an exciting scene. We better get to a little bit of action. It's going to be a fun adventure, like it was the first time. It's exciting. We see that Black Manta is still seeking his vengeance to try and kill Aquaman. That's gonna be something that's exciting for the audience, something for them to be swept up into the world of Aquaman again. About to kick some ass. It's a globe-trotting story. We visit so many different worlds. This movie isn't afraid to embrace its fantasy and go on this magical journey. I think it's gonna be really awesome. Still working out the camera issues, but that Aqua I can't wait for Aquaman um new new movie next year. It look it's gonna be amazing. So you could imagine my excitement when I heard I was cast in the next Aquaman. I was like, hey, hold up. What about Jason Momoa? How did he take the news? First of all, sir, extremely happy for you. He thought I would be the perfect fit in HBO Max's upcoming Aquaman King of Atlantis animated miniseries. Biggest splash of what's to come. He is Aquaman, and he just became King of Atlantis. Thank you. <laughs> Very different from we could love. Adventure of a lifetime. Aquaman, King of Atlantis, three-part special event now streaming. Ocean Master. Hey, Ocean Master, you out there anywhere? Uh, I think he's gone. Yeah. So be it. Farewell, my friend. Still very excited. Oh, that little ain't just. 
revenge on him, not me saving him. It's fine. It'll still be the same mission. Get Ocean Master, punch him, and bring the Trident back to your base. Yeah, that's fun now. True, but if you don't bring Ocean Master back, everyone's definitely going to think you 100% killed him. And I won't even get to. That's the worst part. <sighs> Where do you think they went? I don't know. I have to ask for help from the only people who don't think I'm a total joke. People who are not people. People who... Hey, Finn. Finn. I'm talking to the big boss. I'm talking to the big boss. And I think one bad one for him. Or maybe even this. I sent down the kindest sonar. It intercepts their brain. They shoot it back to me. And it goes inside my face. They tell me their thoughts and fears. They tell me it's the game. They all love me and I love them because I am the king! Hello mates, Vader Rodriguez in the DC Fandom. Wow, look at this place. After that last segment, I've got that song, Talking to the Fish, stuck in my head. And if you can't get enough of this tune, well, you can listen to it right now on Spotify. I'd like to introduce to you two legends in the comic book and entertainment world. Milestone Media partner, Reggie Hudlin, and Milestone Media co-founder, Dennis Cowan. And a familiar face from the DC family, Echo Kellum. Take a look. All right, hey everybody, I am Echo Kellum, and first of all, I hope you guys are having a blast at DC Fandom 2021. Now, we have a really great program in store for you guys today. And to get things started, I would like to introduce you all two legends in the comic book and entertainment world, Milestone Media partner, Reggie Hudlin, and Milestone Media co-founder, Dennis Cowan. Yeah, that's like a applause anywhere, everywhere. Now, first of all, I'm so happy to be able to interview you guys. That is such a huge thing for me growing up and whatnot. But for those of us who might not could you please tell us what Milestone and Milestone Media is? Milestone was founded in, uh, actually founded in the 90s um, by myself uh, with, with uh, Derek Dingle, Michael Davis, and, and Dwayne McDuffie, the late, great Dwayne McDuffie. People of color are underrepresented in this industry, especially, I mean, in the entertainment industry in general, but especially in comic books. So uh, and we all got together with the idea of doing comic books for creators of color, uh, the best way to do that was to get together and to create a line of books that would reflect and represent our culture. So that's what we did. We started with um, a book called Static, and we did a book called Hardware. Icon and Rocket was the next one, followed by The Blood Syndicate, and we launched in 1992 to great acclaim. It was very successful and kind of changed the game in, in, in comics in a, in, in a major way. And suddenly, people who were underrepresented now have representation. It was a big deal, and it was a lot of fun to do. It was a, it was a lot at that time. You guys have already made big strides since the fandom 2020 uh, panel with the launch of Static Season 1, and Icon and Rocket Season 1, and Hardware Season 1, the limited series. So what's the feedback been like from fans, new and old, seeing these characters in their renaissance? It's really been great. Um, people feel like, about time, you were taking too long, but now you're here, you're living up to expectation. 
It's a lot of comedies with a lot of different types of people. They love the art. They're like, oh my God, I love this kind of, you know, black anime style that, you know, you guys didn't get stuck in the past. Yo, uh, I think we figured out the camera issue. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Me and Jay are here, guys. We're rocking with you guys. We haven't left, even though the video wasn't on us. We um we hadn't disappeared, so uh we're here. Yes, yes, yes. Jay, what do you think about what we've seen so far, man? Bro, hold on, I'm trying to adjust the clarity of the camera. Sorry about that. Um, there we go. That's better. Um, so far, I'm 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 pretty impressed with DC fandom. A lot better than Comic Con. Can't can't lie on there. The last two Comic Cons, right? Yeah. Because that that one, the last one, we didn't really get much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think it started off with the bang with the Black Adam stuff, right? I wasn't expecting to see that right off the get go. Yeah. And um, I'm a big Dwayne Johnson fan, so the Black Adam stuff something I was really excited about. The suit looks crazy. I think that clip too showed us what kind of um, what we're getting with, you know what I mean, with him as far as um, what we're getting with Black Adam as far as uh, character and stuff like that. You know, he grabbed the dude by the neck and pretty much electrocu electrocuted him or drained him until he was all bones and then broke that too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that movie's gonna change things, man. I think we're gonna see a lot of different things come out that movie, and I can't wait till he fights Shazam. And the yeah. Shazam fam, I think that's gonna be insane. Even Watch, though watching him and a Shazam go at it, yeah, I love the fact that even though it was um, a teaser trailer, we got to see him in a, a suit, and we got the idea of the look of Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing Black Adam, how he was gonna yeah. look. And I love the fact that he copied the same hoodie as uh, Shazam, because you remember in Shazam's movie he had the hoodie uniform. It's basically the same uniform, just in black. Which is pretty cool. It, it looks insane. It looks insane. And I yeah. and I think too, the thing that kind of surprised me was that I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna take place mostly in the past. You know what I mean? I thought we were saying mostly in the past, but it looks like it's gonna maybe go. It might go back and forth in between the two. So um, that's gonna be really dope, man. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think um, it's definitely something we got to keep an eye on. Yeah, it looks like these guys over here talking about um, Static Shock and Blood Syndicate, which I don't know much about. I know much about a lot about Static Shock just because I used to watch the show on uh, WB. If you guys remember, now it's CW. Looks like they're introducing um, a couple of other things over here. So this looks actually pretty interesting, too. Yeah. Um, let's, let's put the, the audio back on what they're talking about. Sorry, sorry for all the technical difficulties, switching platforms and all that. But we're glad for those who are hanging out with us and um, watching DC Fandom with us. Yeah, we didn't expect to be switch to be streaming on here today, man. But um, YouTube was acting funky, and um, and so here we are. And then um, it, it's crazy, you know. Like every other time we go to film, we have no issues with anything. And the one time that we go on Twitch. We're trying to do something big. Everything seems to to go haywire. So, yeah. um, but it is what it is, man. We're here, guys, and we're gonna be here for another few more hours. Yeah, um, just hanging out, watching this stuff. Um, Jay, so they oh, two movie projects. Hold on, ooh, a Static Shock movie. Yeah, live action Static Shock. That's oh, insane. That's going to be nice. I'm looking forward to that. 
I saw the cartoon network. Michael B. Jordan's gonna be. Oh, he's producing the movie. Wow. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Static Shock and Black Lightning. Static Shock versus Black Lightning. I don't know about versus. Yeah, why not? Maybe a partnership. Create our own comic book, huh? Huh? The J and E comic the book. The J and E comic book. Bro, that was kind of kind of insane. J and E comic book. Hey, hey, maybe, you know, maybe, that, maybe this is a sneak peek for that. That's, for you something, guys. That, that, that's something we're gonna have to talk about off screen, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm curious, my boy. I feel like that's better. Let me get in here too a little bit more. Yeah. Dope, man. That's really cool, man. I like that. Any animators? I really, really like that, man. Yeah. We need to. We need to look into that, Jay. Creating a own comic book? Not creating. Yeah, bro. Who knows? Yeah. Definitely something to talk off, off stream. But character development and story storyline. Bro, he has way too much lighting. Look, he's sweating. 
I'm like, it's so hot. All this light. He's, he's doing this thing, though, man. He's doing yeah. this thing. Yo, you know what? It's going to be funny, though. I, I, I asked you a question. Yeah. I'm listening. What's up? I think, I think we froze. On camera? Yeah, I did. Alright. Our camera looks like it's freezing again. We're sorry about that. Um, but what, what, what was your question, Egg? So who's gonna be the sidekick? Uh it's it's an equal partnership. Okay, so we're, we're partners then. We're like Batman and Nightwing, not like Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. Equal value. All right, all right, all right, all right. No, no sidekicks out. That here. Batman suit is sick. Some dope cosplay. Oh, that Batman suit is nice too. Uh, uh. Some Shazam fam. Okay, okay, take some more like. That's a uh, Robin from um Burnt Night Returns. Usually, just like a uh, Gal Gadot. Mm -hmm. Wow, such incredible talent out there! And I hear that Jim Lee will be announcing the winners at the end of the show. Oh, I, I like I like his shirt, man. Sure, is cool. I think you can get that on DC. Uh, let's see what we got. Batman Inc. Batman Inc. What? Not HBO Max? No, what? No HBO Max? Yeah, Orphan. Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to that.
Are we getting another game trailer? Oh uh, yeah, there we go. This is one one you were excited about, isn't it? Yes, sir. This man. All right, you guys see the warning? You guys know what's going on. I got. Whoa. Waller, Waller, blow up his head. What'd you think? What'd you think? Bro, we saw, we saw, it looks like it's Brainiac, right? And yeah. That's the ultimate baddie. And he got to the Justice League. We saw Wonder Woman. We saw what it looked like Damien. To me, at least. It could have been Wonder Woman. I think it was Wonder Woman. I didn't see Batman, though. No, we saw Gr Batman. The Green Lantern looked nice. I like that little clip, man. Yeah, it yeah. It still looked fire. Obviously, Superman, Flash, we saw a lot of. But we didn't get 
yeah, we didn't get any Batman or anything like that. What? We didn't get Batman. I didn't see Batman. And we don't know if that is was this, one of, is this does it take I think it looks like it might have taken place after the last Injustice game. That's what I was looking at. Injustice two after Injustice Two. But in Injustice Two the game, they sent um Superman into what is it called? The Phantom Zone? The Phantom Zone. Maybe know. Brainiac got him out. Maybe that's yeah. how Brainiac escaped in the first place. Yeah. Who knows? But it was I uh, I think the game is gonna be good. It's gonna be crazy. That funny clip against uh, with Penguin when he's <laughs> yeah, he was getting shocked. Yeah, I, I, I gotta go watch that again, man. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta post that dog. I like that clip. Mm-hmm. He's he's making it to the door. She shocked him again. <laughs> Blow up his head. Just try to get that song out of your brains now, baby sharks. Of course I'm happy to be a part of such an amazing squad, and that includes you, the fans. Thank you for supporting everything The Suicide Squad. We haunt you, I think it goes like that, and I know I'm not alone when I say that. I have proof for you. Here is a very special message from all my squad buddies to share. Check me out. I mean, check check it out. It's, it's this week. I'm not a narcissist. I donate. From the entire Suicide Squad, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you. None of this would be possible without you. You are the reason why we do what we do. As a director, I feel truly blessed. We are so incredibly grateful and lucky to have you. Wow, I I don't know what to say, guys. It's so unexpected. I just feel so loved. I don't have a speech prepared or anything, but let me just say that... uh, you are so, so welcome. John, John, John. We're not thanking you, mate. We're thanking all the fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, of course, the fans, right? They, they know I like to joke around, which is exactly what that was. It's a joke. Sure, John. What John means is that he would also like to thank you, our amazing fans. Thank you. Love you guys. Okay, you guys know that was a joke. The Suicide Squad would be absolutely nowhere without the support of the fans. You guys love these characters as much, if not more, than we do. And I truly want to thank you for your passion. Flula, man, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. 
Javelin would have made a great character for a spinoff. But you know what? Maybe we can see him out getting involved somewhere down the line on Peacemaker. I mean, no promises. James Gunn created this whole thing for HBO Max, and you know, he has a vision all worked out, but we'll see what we can do. And if you want to hear more of what's in store for Peacemaker, you can join James, myself, and my amazing castmates for some additional insights. Hey everybody, John Cena here on the set of Peacemaker. I'm gonna age myself, man, but it's kind of crazy seeing uh seeing John Cena as you know what I mean, as a big time actor. I remember when he first came into wrestling. Really? Yeah, bro. He was like, like the he was like the rookie, he was like the new guy on the block and Wow. He was like nobody special, you know. I mean, not nobody special. I don't want to say that's not true. Done. But you know, but it was like shots fired. John Cena. We were, we were like, you know, we were like in like right around like The Rock and Stone Cold. There, if you ever watch wrestling, so those are like the big guns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then here comes John Cena, and to see him go from like newbie, you know what I mean, to this big time actor, now it's kind of crazy. I think the only wrestler I really know is like The Undertaker and The Rock and The Rock, the Rock. yeah, and The Rock. Yeah, like he wasn't a wrestler when I knew him. Who, The Rock? Yeah, I didn't see him wrestle. I just saw him in oh, movies. Oh, but he was hilarious as a wrestler. Uh, uh, hey, I love him. ...plays a character of my own making, Leota Adebayo, Jennifer Holland and Steve Agee, Amelia Harcourt and John Economos, and Chuck Owooji as Clemson Mern, and finally, Freddie Stroma, who is our vigilante. So, guys, let's get into it. It goes without saying, I miss you guys. It's great to see you all. So <laughs> the camera it looks like it's coming in and out. So every time it comes back on, we're gonna try to show ourselves. But how how are you guys liking? I'm gonna mute this for this interview real quick. Because how how are you guys liking uh, DC fandom so far? Like what so far what they've shown you? What are you looking forward to the most? Egg, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I still haven't seen the trailer I'm looking forward to the most, which is obviously the Batman. And then right after yeah. that, the Shazam trailer, Fury of the Gods. But the, the, they start off pretty nice with the Black Adam one. So that was that was a pretty dope to me. Yeah. And then obviously some of the, the video game footage was fire for Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know what's crazy? On HBO Max, the Young Justice, um, like, cover for the TV show, mm-hmm. they already changed it. To Young Justice Phantom, so if you guys haven't taken oh, a look, yeah, if you guys haven't taken a look at at that Young Justice Phantom cover has been posted on HBO Max already. So I'm looking forward to seeing if we get a Young Justice trailer. You know how much of a fan of the show I am of that. I think we should, man. I think I think one of the things that I'm interested to see today. Um, I saw you talking about it on the. On our um, Instagram, so that was a pretty dope thing, a pretty dope interaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to see exactly what it is that they're that they're talking about and what they have going on. Yeah. This is look at that, the Young Justice Phantom. Oh, HBO Max. I don't know if you guys can see that. But looking forward to that. But let's see, let's see what they got to say for this interview. But of Harcourt and Adebayo is is a wonderful thing to see. It feels like that's part of. Sorry, James. No, go ahead, Chuck. The first day we shot, at least I shot in John Cena's trailer, and it was the scene where we all, the team, meets John Cena, and Danielle, you made her continuously improvise, being nervous, and she would. 
I mean, that improvisation as every, there were tears running down people's yes. eyes and it went on <laughs> and on. And Danielle was put on the spot and the things that were coming out of her and to the point where off camera, Steve Agee just had to get his camera out and film it. I was just gonna say, it reminds me of how often working with, um, with Steve, you'd uh, you know be in a scene and you'd look over behind the camera and there's AG <laughs> filming you. This is like my first day with the cast, like all the cast too, and Steve AG is recording, everybody's laughing. <laughs> John Cena's holding character, so he's making me nervous. Everything, it was crazy, but it was one of the things I will never, ever, ever forget. It's okay if you do forget it, because I have it all on video. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love everything about your six, seven self, however tall you are. <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> Freddie was such a warm spirit to come into the space as well. Like, you know, even though he was new, he jumped right in fearlessly and worked with us, and Jakuti is the real deal from day one. You're just like, oh my gosh, he elevated all of us to bring our best. So it's been really great working, work, you know, getting to work with everybody, and you just really made a girl's dream come true to get to tell this story with you all. And this is not a world that a person like me normally gets to be a part of at all. To have the action portion and also the depth of a of a person, I am so thankful for you. I love you. I, I just think you're the greatest. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I'm surprised you did you did give Chuck so many uh, you know compliments because <laughs> you would often come over to me and say, you know, that that you know I was supposed to tell Chuck to l watch you to see how it's done. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> had to get on my level. James, I remember you said to me on set one day that only Eagly competed with Chuck in terms of being a really great actor. You said that was That's, the well, that, only one. I think we have not brought up Eagly, who of course steals the show. He's Peacemaker's pet eagle, and he's Peacemaker's best friend. And it's a, uh, a dowel with some green tape on it. Eagly stole the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also gotta say that I, this is probably the third or fourth thing I've worked with James on, and I've never seen him more giddy working on something in my entire life. I mean, there was one night we were shooting and the whole time, I, it was like three in the morning and James is just running around laughing like a maniac and he kept saying, I can't believe they're letting me shoot this. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the happiest night of my life. I'm like, that was Warner Brothers funeral that they let me do that, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, I mean, this is, I believe the only show that has John Cena dancing for four minutes in his tidy whities to the choir boys. I'm, I don't believe there's ever been a show that offers that up. The memorable tidy whities <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna be taking some questions from the fans. Uh, these came from Instagram and Twitter. So at Remy.C.L asked, was there any characters you wanted to put in Peacemaker but couldn't? I guess that's a question to me. The answer is no. Uh, I did got to put in every character I wanted to. For John Cena, uh, at Popsignite asks, what was the most difficult part of becoming Peacemaker? I think it was just getting comfortable being a super asshole. I'm normally just a normal asshole. And I think uh, just, just being a high-octane asshole was probably the, uh, the most difficult part. Was that really difficult? Because it seemed to come to you pretty easily. <laughs> 
Okay, here's a big question. I guess we can throw this to Matt and Peter. What can we expect for the show? Ask at Magic CM 1210. Well, I mean, I think what we can expect is a truly original superhero show. James wrote all eight episodes. He directed five of the eight. And it's just got that unique tone that James brings to all the content that he creates. So I think it's something, something pretty special. Yeah, I would also just add to that, that that with the action and the spectacle and the emotion and the comedy is also like this workplace comedy at the center of it about all of these characters that kind of come together. It's, it's like The Office as a superhero show. With more people getting shot in the face than in the office. Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> so, at Smrudy and Mole asks, is Peacemaker going to go through a journey of changing from a jerk to a lovable hero in the series, or will he remain that crazy, not-to-be-trusted liberator? That's kind of a spoiler. I was going to say, questions that can't be answered. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> right up my alley. We just can't give anything away. You'll have, to, you'll have to watch and see on HBO Max. What about the rest of you? What did you feel about, you know, seeing Peacemaker's journey on this show? Can't really say much, so I, I just... There's definitely um, great character arcs that you will thoroughly enjoy as an audience. You root for him regardless of his past, and you hope that he will change, and I just thought that was such an interesting thing to explore with the series. I think one of the interesting things about Adebayo and Peacemaker is that on paper, they seem very different. They seem like polar opposites, but they actually have a ton of things in common. And one of the things that they're both dealing with is loyalty versus morality and not disappointing people that mean the most to them and finding the beauty in each other, even though their worlds are completely different. So that was a lot of fun to play with and, and definitely added to the layers of our two characters. That's extremely well said. She's the only one he gets along with. She's the only one that thinks he's funny, you know? Right. She laughs at him. She she throws up, blows off the stuff that he says it's stupid and right. realize he's an ignorant asshole. And that, to me, is really uh, special because it is so much of what the show is about yeah it uh, it was amazing and i'm just grateful to be a part of this crew because no one came in with an ego nobody came in with a chip on their shoulder but everyone comes in with a history with something to offer with a set of skills and it's a bold step you're you're james you're taking a a step into trying to grow the genre and we're, we're going to do it with eight episodes and, and hopefully we have more but everyone has their moment and and that that certainly comes from your writing really quickly there was a sense of you know we're gonna have fun doing this so that really helped and that came top down the shit rolls downhill you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's been such a great experience and such a fun massive experiment uh that you know i just can't wait to share it with the the, the fans uh you know dc fans and just fans in general yeah, I want to say thank you, everybody, for giving us all so much time. I really appreciate it. I hope everybody's well, and I hope to see everybody soon. Good to see Bye you, guys. everyone. Miss you. Bye -bye. Miss you guys. Oh, man, thank you guys so much for all your questions. I'm stoked to see that you guys are so excited about the series, almost as excited as I am. I know I had a great time. I hope you guys did. But before we let you go, I have a little surprise for you. It's an exclusive, never-before-seen first look at a Peacemaker teaser. does that mean? Truth is, I'm supposed to be in prison. For what? Superhero stunt. What superhero are you? Peacemaker. Get out of here! There's no superhero called Peacemaker! Because I'm famous!
born killer with expertise in every weapon known to humankind. I'm giving you the chance to stay out of prison and work for me. Kill people. Bad people. This is hardcore. You're a handler in the field. You've done economists, tech, and tactics. And this is our new recruit, Adebayo. You don't have to shoot people after I killed them. Right. Who's the guy that's peeking out behind the trash can? Vigilantes, trying to be helpful. <laughs> Our first target is Senator Roiland Goff. Goff may be traveling with his family. Are you sure those two kids came out of those parents? That's an attractive couple, and that one looks like it came out of them, but the other one looks like a butt baby. A butt baby. Yeah, my older brother told me there's two types of babies, one that comes out normal, and then butt babies, worse in every way, that come out of a woman's butt. No, I believed I was a butt baby until I was like 14. That explains a lot. There's something about him that's sad. Hey, Dad. I've had my sperm go into an amazing boy like you. No, lately I'm just like a maniac. Hey, no! No! That's because we're born killers. What separates us from other killers is we only kill bad people. Usually. Unless there's an estate. You use being a jerk as a way to push people away. <laughs> you suck at PowerPoint! But if you would just drop that... People actually might like you. Grab my phone, I don't want to move. Dad? Still to come, Supergirl, DC League of Super Pets, and a first look at the Flash movie. We're gonna get a Flash movie trailer. Oh, you think we're gonna see, be able to see Michael Keaton? Maybe, maybe. Super excited for an up close and personal look at characters and shows. I'm actually a lifetime fan of The Man of Steel, and now there's more Superman content than ever before. From the hit series Superman and Lois, give it up for Superman and Lois, Tyler Hecklin, and Elizabeth Tuller. Yo, Josiah, it's our heroes. <laughs> Let's go, the return of Superman and Lois. And we're so excited to be here. Thank you to the fans for giving Superman and Lois such a warm welcome into your homes. Thanks to you for coming back for a second season. Oh, wow. <gasps> That's a dove. You had a secret brother. Lois had a lot going on with just about everyone. Jordan found out she has powers. Jonathan doesn't. For now. how cute you look when you were coaching high school football. The sky, the sky is the limit, is limit for Superman. <laughs> it confirmed. Jonathan doesn't have power. Man's gonna take over the mantle. Or of... now. Wait, wait, wait. What's this? I think a special look behind the scenes. Bro, mute us, mute us, mute us, man. We meet, we meet. We'll talk later. You muted the wrong people. <laughs> I muted you guys. Why, hello, DC fandom. <laughs> 
home, welcome to the Kent home. Well, if you'd like to come in, just wipe off your shoes first. It's dusty out there. <laughs> hey, everyone. So we're just going to take you on a brief tour of the house. This is a staircase that is, I want to say it's a fake staircase, but it's not. It's, it just doesn't go to anything. It's the um, great beyond up there. The yeah. great beyond, that is right. <laughs> so this is our hallway. Um, as you can see, you got some family photos and some other stuff, and we shoot, I would say the majority of our scenes are in the kitchen. A non-working fridge with actually, look at that, nothing in it. Tyler has a drawer in this kitchen that he hides his stuff in. I also have a drawer in this kitchen that I hide my stuff in. And I have a candy stash. I have a note saying, Bitsy stuff, please leave in the drawer. More candy, hand sanitizer, eye drops, water, sides, hair thing, my phone. It's like a freshman locker. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's go into what was formerly Martha Kent's bedroom, but is now Lois's office. Personally, this yeah. is my favorite room in the house. I think it has just the coolest amount of yes. stuff around. There's a really cute family photo over here. If I had to pick something that I wanted to take home from the set, other than my candy in my candy drawer, it would be this photo. One thing I would take home is this little old camera. This old brownie camera. It's really cool. I'm always constantly fidgeting with it and having to memorize exactly where it was so that I don't ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> Dining room scenes. I would say we shoot most of our eating scenes in the kitchen. But we've had some stuff in here. Out the window, I remember when I first started shooting on Grimm, I was like, oh, it's so cool. There's these crazy large photographs that get changed according to time of day. The exterior of the farmhouse is totally separate and we shoot all the exterior scenes there. Anything interior is on our staging. We also shoot a lot in the living room. This was one of my favorite scenes, which was uh, the big paint fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was really fun. So uh, sometimes during lunch, I come here and I play piano to unwind. A lot of the crew kind of joins in and whatnot, and people start singing along. So, you know, a lot of people have fun in this uh, little room when we're not exactly working as well. You know? Fun! My talented son, everyone. Ah. The boys' bedrooms are on another stage, so because, again, the, the upstairs is is to the great beyond. And then there's a porch that wraps around, but we typically shoot the porch scenes outside on, on the exterior farmhouse set. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this tour of the Kent House. We hope you join us for the rest of season two and the beyond. And uh, thanks for watching. That was cool. Where's where's my where's my boy Jonathan at though? Bro, Jonathan is um trying to figure out where's his powers. What? He don't have powers. Supergirl reminds us that we are all powerful and strong. The challenge is realizing our own potential. Right now, the cast of Supergirl, including Supergirl herself, Melissa Benoist, have gathered to chat about the show and share their favorite memories over the past six seasons. Let's listen in. Hi, everybody. It's Melissa Benoist, and I'm here on the set of Supergirl. <laughs> with some of my amazing co-stars on the show.
we're going to take a fond look back at the last six years of the show. Please join us. changed my life this show um, it's been a, a joy and, and seeing the way that this canon and the mythology affects people and, and young girls and the people that look up to our characters it's it's very meaningful yeah I would say that because I wasn't originally cast as as the Martian Manhunter I was actually just cast as Hack and uh, it was it was only after the pilot that I was made the Martian Manhunter I can remember going home with a pile of Martian Manhunter comics and just reading all of them and thinking this guy is awesome. Wow. So I was just really excited to suddenly get this brand new character and fall into this whole story arc, which has really been great for me. And I've, I've really, I've really enjoyed not just playing the character, but you know, meeting all these fabulous people and also learning to you know, directing on the show as well. So it's, it's really been for me a money. sort of, sort of, it's been money. It's been money. money. So while we're in this little intermission with the interviews and stuff, we are actually ordering some lunch, but we are still here. I think, I think it's, it's magical, and I've, I've, I watch it on repeat. I love it so much. They sounded beautiful. It's great. It, sounded it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, I, we, both of us come from, like, a musical background, so it's really nice to, at any point, get to kind of find a way to kind of... Uh, combine all the mediums mm -hmm. of, of art so it was really fun i really liked it my favorite scene that we ever did is in my favorite episode and it was flavor's moon which oh, in the quarry, quarry things were it was pouring rain let's hope this thing works it was kevin smith's first episode and yeah. he ordered like the a bacon truck bacon truck so all of us were just eating like bacon wrapped bacon bacon wrapped bacon bread with wow. like cheese and bacon yeah. goodness. and it was pouring rain pouring rain we were playing then. games in a random school bus and yes. then it and that was sort of, sort of star wars -y. <laughs> it was so Sounds star like wars -y and it was like a buddy adventure planet 51 arc b that's maldoria people that were there the aliens what were they called Slaving is a big business on Maldoria. Maldoria. Of course you remember. In season two, I had to eat ten pancakes at once. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, do you want, sir? <laughs> I, I, it's not funny. My jaw sort of dislocated a little bit. <laughs> No, uh, that was probably that a stunt. stunt. That was a stunt. That is a stunt. If you get injured, stunt, stunt eating. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was a big stack of pancakes, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be so funny, and then my jaw went like. That and also when you ate the pizza. Oh, you didn't make enough. They made like two pizzas, and I was like eating three per take. Yeah, I, I had a pizza scene this season, and I was like, maybe I'll, I'll eat the whole pizza, and someone was like, Chris already did that. <laughs> We do have a, a fantastic stunt team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really give it up for Simon McBurney, uh, Simon, and, and uh, just the whole team have just been really, really yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The craziest day I've had stunt-wise was on the green screen in the wires and me in the harness hanging. And I was with Tyler Hecklin playing Superman and he was like, I'm good, I'm good. And I was, I called it and I was like, I'm done. And I walked off set like this. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't walk. 
hard work, hard. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's, it is fun when you're being carried by Supergirl. <laughs> that was carried I've been, I've been carried by Supergirl. <laughs> it's lovely. Twice. It's quite comfortable. Twice. It's hilarious. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> I think for me, the, one of the fun, one of the funniest things that we did was cloth magic. Oh. Has cloth that made it into the world yet? Yeah, it has. Can I get context? Yeah. I don't even know what cloth magic is. Cloth Ooh. magic is a spin-off show that never quite happened. <laughs> Basically, we would just put it, put either of their capes up, <laughs> and then pull them down, and something would happen behind them. <laughs> and Matt Barron, who plays Mitch on the show, who is. Hilarious. He's so, He's so funny. Hold on to your jegging sister. <clears throat> You've got company. Yeah, there's one line where he makes an entrance and is just like, basically dot, dot, dot. Oh, sorry, what's Lex Luthor doing here? But every single take, he would be like, I just tried a milkshake for the first time. <laughs> oh, sorry, what's, Le sorry, I got a parking ticket on this. It was just like, and I would like, be like looking at Lex with like my eyes watering and then I would turn around and just break. What I think is the funniest moments are anytime David forgets his line on set. That's the best. He's directing an episode and he's also in the scene but forgets that he has the first line of the scene. <laughs> so if you know David, the way he directs is there's a lot of energy so he'll be like, all right, that's it, keep that energy, keep that energy, all right, and action. Line. <laughs> I get a lot of letters from girls saying that they, until they saw Lena Luthor on TV, they didn't think it was okay for girls to be studying science. Mm. And there's a lot of girls who are like, and I'm now in my fourth year in, in, in engineering, and I have you to thank for that, and the show to thank for that. And it's such a small thing, it seems like, but that's the beginning of a whole new life for them Absolutely. that they didn't think was possible Absolutely. because of watching the show. Yeah. There was a little girl who, is actually a daughter of one of our crew members oh, who, yeah. when she met me, she went, I have a question. Is your belt attached to your skirt or your shirt? Kristen's <laughs> 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 no, no. daughter. Like, she just, I can't say her odds Which yet. Which one was it attached to? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> bro, this interview is mad long, bro. It wasn't attached like, to anything. Yeah. What? We got we got Egg Boy on the. I'm playing I'm playing Clash Royale, guys. If you ever played Clash Royale, <laughs> what is is this a Clash Royale, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like Clash of Clans. It's the we, other one. We would. Yeah. And I got you baited. And this dude's still baiting me. Bro, you know what, bro? Yeah. And we 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 were ordering some lunch while we watch a DC fandom. So hopefully our lunch gets here soon. Quick update. The other was adopted. And it was such a wonderful moment because they looked at the both of us just saying, you embody exactly like what we have in our house and we don't ever get to see that. And to see like a healthy family dynamic like that, especially, you know, and the young girl said like me being adopted, coming to the family, feeling like I was, like I belonged. It meant so much. That was, that I remember mm -hmm. was really, really special. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to talk about when you meet small children who think that you're really a oh, superhero yeah. and <laughs> think that all of your powers and everything you do is real. <laughs> yeah. And then getting to navigate the conversation, they're like, I just talked to an, um, a little girl on set a little while ago and she was like, make a shield. <laughs> <laughs> do it. And I was like, I can't. And she's like, why? <laughs> I'm 
tired <laughs> because I'm dreamer. It gets sticky for me because then they'll watch me jump and then just <laughs> fall back to the ground <laughs> like I have to jump. I got to work with very special people and I think I'll miss you guys the most. I think, like you said, the collaboration is really great and. And it's, yeah, I, I think the friendships is what you miss. Even if it's hard sometimes here, like there's, there's, there's gonna be moments like two months from now, three months from now, you go, that's not gonna happen again. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can just, I can tell you straight up, like having been gone a year, you, you miss each other. Yeah. It has been lovely to work with a family, a, 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 a real family type yeah. group of people that kind of support each other. That's been, I'll, I'll definitely miss that. And you know what? I just think I'll miss playing a superhero. Yeah. When enough time has gone by, and I'm, you know, I have some energy. <laughs> the Supergirl. No, no, wait, wait. To family. Love bonds us all. To family. To family. That was an interesting in interview. Have you have you guys seen Supergirl? If you guys have, let us know what you guys think about I only the saw season that ending. Where Superman was in it. That's only when I saw him. I'll keep it real. Bro, I started watching the show Stargirl. Stargirl. I watched a little bit of it. Um, it doesn't look bad. No. Um. I just don't watch a lot. That's of what I like. The, the, they added a Green Lantern. That's a Green Lantern. Is it not? She was using the shooting it with the wing. I don't know. I think it's Green Lantern. Oh, the girls are Green Lantern? Yeah. I think the girls are Green Lantern. In the show. Is that Luke Wilson? Owen Wilson's brother? <laughs> Bro. Oh, wait. We got to transition here. Let's transition. Bro, the, the CW whoa, whoa, going let's on. Let's watch the full clip. Let's transition, let's transition back, actually. You guys don't need to see us. Hmm. <gasps> Where are we? You think that everything is black and white? You are my greatest experience. Stay away from her! Turn away from the dark. Who is her? God, that's not creepy at all. I don't want to play a game. Don't oh, touch me. Oh, what is to oh, come? She's not, she's not a lantern. She's Star Girl. What are you talking about? You said that girl was lantern. That's Star Girl. No, not the blonde one. The uh, Asian one was Green Lantern. You didn't see the clip with her shooting Bro, with the wing? I, I'm sure that there's a... Hold on. A brand new animated take on I, I don't when I meet it. This actually... I'm excited for this. This is coming, I think, on uh, Amazon. No, it's coming on HBO Max. No, no. This is the thing I'm on Amazon. No, HBO Max. Bro. It's coming on Amazon. 
Yeah. HBO Max. Amazon Prime coming up. What's this called? HBO Max. We are back with some more. You're gonna put on the whole video instead of showing me uh Let's check in with DC publisher and chief creative officer Jim Lee to see what's happening with Superman and comics what? right now. Look. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying Green Lantern. Look at the clip. Oh, that's actually like that. Really bad, you said? That, that is. That's Green Lantern. Not saying to do it. I think that's Luke Wilson. Uh, we're, not, we're, talking, we're talking about Josiah showing me video on his phone. Yeah. Looks. Well, I wish I could draw. I suck at drawing. And will be available at your local comic book shop on Tuesday, October 26th. It's a story you definitely don't want to miss. And Ooh. since Earth still needs a Superman to protect it while Clark is off fighting for the people on War World, we get Superboy. Son of Clark and Lois Lane has picked up the mantle of Superman here on Earth and Superman, son of Kal El, from writer Tom and artist John Timms. This is a different, younger Superman who's figuring out how he wants to fight for the future and who he is as a person. You may have recently heard the news that John Kent's relationship with reporter Jade Nakamura will be formalized as John comes out as bisexual in issue number five out in November. And we couldn't be prouder to tell this important story. We talk a lot about the power of the multiverse and DC storytelling, and this is an incredible example. We can have John Kent exploring his identity in the comics, as well as John Kent learning about the secrets of his Jonathan Kent. TV and the Superman and Lois TV show on the CW. I have one more bit of Superman news to share first with you, the fans. We're excited to announce that the better Superman versus Spider-Man. And to honor Superman's incredible legacy of over 80 years of building a better world. Superman's motto is evolving. Superman has long been a symbol of hope and inspires people that optimism and hope that powers him forward with new missions to faith. Truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Stay tuned for more DC fandom news. Until Lois Lane dies and then he destroys the entire... Oh, and average Superman is coming out on HBO Max. You are right. Thank you! How dare you question me. Whatever. <laughs> that, that picture is sick. Okay, okay. Show one with him, with him. Oh, our heroes. <laughs> I like that, I like that. In the older style. Crypto. That's oh, cool. That, that's like a Man of Steel thing. I like that one too. You know, I ordered a Superman shirt. It's not going to get here in time. I want to wear it today. I like that suit too. You did order a shirt? From DC itself? DC nah, shop? from Amazon. Oh. Actually, I was going to order one. Actually, I did order one. I think. From DC shops? Not from Amazon. Uh, oh. Yo, I'm wearing my DC shops Justice League versus Dark Side. Which you haven't been able to really forecast because our cameras okay, have issues. Guys. Yeah, our cameras. Let's, Let's see. Oh, we're oh, here. Okay. We're, we're, we're here. Show him, show him, Jay. Show him what you got. What we got? Let's stand up. Let's get a little stand up action. I'm not doing all that, bro. You stand up, stand up. Focus on yourself. Hey, he, he got the Superman chain on too. Show him, this. show him, show him, Jay. Show him. Collectible, collectible Superman chain. Collectible. I am 
Oh, Superman. it's Cam Newton. <laughs> NFL MVP. What's up, man? Patriots suck. He didn't play for the Patriots anymore. Oh. When he did, they sucked. He did, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's too emotional. That's not a flaw. What? He's too emotional. That's not a flaw. No. Just me. It's not. That's why you want a Super Bowl. Wow. Why are you coming for the man, just now? What do you do to you? <laughs> Look at the hat. The hat looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I can't. I can't deny that. You saw they set it on fire. It's, it's going to be cool to see how we show the different sides of Superman in many different ways. I'm super excited to unveil my super exclusive, and that's big super, and that's big exclusive. Uh, Superman-inspired uh, Mashika hats. Take it away. Thanks, Cam. And I admit, I'm a little That's Mr. Cam to you. <laughs> Mr. Newton. Yeah, Mr. Newton. That's right. You tell him. Newton laws. I don't care about your underwear, my boy. Wait, was he talking about his underwear? Yeah, you didn't see that, Superman underwear. Yo, no one talks about your underwear, bro. You're a criminal. Weirdo. What's up? What's up? Yeah. Ace, 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 ace. Oh, saw that he tapped his little collar. Mm. Oh, super pet. This gonna be fire, bro. I'm taking my dog to see it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> if I had a dog. You take, you take uh, your cat. It's just responded to me, by the way. Uh -oh. Oh, he's playing crypto. That's Kevin Hart and uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Kevin Hart as Ace. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Don Krasinski. Keanu Reeves. November, we get the trailer. That's that was about May of next year. Bro, I had one. I I I cosplay big cosplay. Yeah. Let me see. Do I get the picture? Okay, okay. My cat would never. I turned Biggie into Ace. 
did. Yeah, it's a biggie into Ace. Show the camera. Show the camera. I don't know if we're gonna be able dark, to see it. The dark dog himself. The dark dog. Yep. My dog was Ace. <gasps> oh, that's cool. I think they showed some of these pictures already. Uh, I'm a muta. so much fun and with halloween just around the corner hopefully you guys got some pretty good costume ideas for you and your furry family members so stay with us for more ugc including some pretty cool human cosplay and impressive fan art also by humans now there's some true talent out there next up you've got me gino Killiamore, smack dab in the middle of this exciting global event for dc super fans to tell you that the excitement continues right now and with a familiar face or should i say voice listen up Hey, it's Matt Bomer. I'm one of the lucky few actors who've had the honor of voicing the legendary Superman. You might remember me from the hit 2013 animated film, Superman Unbound. I'd like to think that Superman represents the qualities that are the best in all of us. Truth, honor, hope, family, whether it's the one you're born into or the one you find. Someone who's there to look out for us and someone who sees all of us as equals. I also had the opportunity to voice The Flash in Justice Society World War II, which premiered earlier this year. And because the DC multiverse is vast and constantly expanding, I'm lucky enough to play the awesome and complex hero Negative Man on DC's Doom Patrol. Here's a sneak peek at what's coming up for the rest of this season. There are mysterious things in this world that bear keeping an eye on. And in my death, I must now place that burden upon your shoulders. How am I supposed to fix this alone? My tech is part of who I am. It's got nothing to do with who you are. I think there's something he needs to show me. I want to be a better person! What am I doing? She must be eliminated. We appear to be dead. Something very ugly is set to occur, and it needs to be stopped. Who is the sisterhood of Damada? Insidious, cutthroat, terrorists. How does this crap keep happening to us? We're all the way through the looking glass now. There's no turning back. There's something weird going on with you. There's something weird going on with you! Why am I here? They are coming for us! When one expels a parasite, there is really only one reasonable response. Give it a name? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 DC fans! Hello! I'm April Bobby. My name is Michelle Gomez. It's your boy, Javan Wade. I'm Diane Guerrero. I am thrilled to be a part of the DC universe. Things are going to get very exciting. With the new fourth season. Of Doom Patrol. Did I say fourth? Fourth season. Yes, I said fourth. Celebrate with us by watching the first three seasons. Out on HBO Max as of now. Things are about to heat up. Who? Yeah. If you haven't seen Doom Patrol yet, hopefully that teaser intrigued you. I mean, it's such a cool and quirky and totally unpredictable series. I absolutely love it. 
and I'm super excited to see how this season wraps up. Now, speaking of wrapping up, we've got the season of gift giving just around the corner. Now, have you started your shopping yet? God knows I haven't. Or maybe, you know, you want to get something for yourself, a new t-shirt or a hat or both, you know, just complete the look. So don't forget to check out shop.dccomics.com. Bro, what we, what we getting? What we getting? I do believe we're having a flash sale right now. Oh, for real? For real? Hold up. Shop. Is everything on sale or is it just flash items? At that point, who cares? Movie trailer? Greetings, DC fans. I think it's coming. Yep. Ezra Miller. Live on the set of The Flash. It looks like this. We're very excited to show you the movie. Uh, and we can't yet because we're still making it. We wanted to show you the teaser, but we can't because we don't have enough material to be able to teaser yet. We can't make a trailer. Uh, but we but do we have do this have small sneak, sneak that my maestro Andy and I have put together that we really hope you enjoy. And I will, I will see you in theaters later next year. Or more oh. We'll see you soon. Let's see this sneak peek. Tell me something. You can go anywhere you want, right? Any timeline. Any universe. Stay and fight to save this one. You change the future, and you change the past. I have a feeling I have a feeling that Michael Keaton is going to be playing Batman but the Batman of Tom, being Thomas Wayne not Bruce Wayne and being Thomas Wayne of what if when Flash changed the timeline Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker but who knows what do you think, Egg? Well, if we're getting that Flashpoint story, that's yeah. Getting the Flashpoint story, that's probably definitely gonna be the case. Yeah. So, and then you have what's it called? Being Bruce Wayne. Um, your favorite? Michael Keaton. No, Michael Keaton's gonna be Thomas Wayne, I think. Oh, oh, Henry Cavill being Superman? No, no, no. Oh, you mean uh, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, Batman, of this timeline. But when he goes back and creates Flashpoint, Thomas Wayne. Is gonna be played as oh, Michael Keaton. He was confirmed already, wasn't he? As uh, the Batman. Yeah, but you remember he, he confirmed him as Batman, but not which Batman. Like you remember in Flashpoint, the uh, New Fifty Two, 
when Flash did the Flashpoint, he went back in time, and Thomas Wayne became Batman, and Martha Wayne became the Joker. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm not going to lie. I thought this guy on the screen was a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for a second. <laughs> if you guys watch basketball, somebody, you guys know who that is. Jay, look him up. How you spell it? Kareem here. Yeah, right. yeah, you do it. Your boy's not that good at the uh, spelling. <laughs> yeah, actually, Yo, show the video. Do we have video? I don't know. Go to, go to DC fan on one camera. No, hold on. Oh. I can fix it. We're going to try to show you guys real quick. Well, I would love to see Katana. Show real quick, show real quick. Yeah. My boy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, sir. He looks they look like twins. Yeah, they cloud. But we'll see how long we have. Uh, yeah, Mal- oh, yo, is this the introduction of Young Justice? Well, you, 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 I gave you the chance to catch up. There's gonna be spoilers here, bro. bro. It is what it is, dog. I'm here, so there's gonna be I've spoilers. Been, I've, been, I've been doing other things this week. Oh yeah, bro. Black Lightning. Available November ninth. Oh, that's something cool. I think we'll probably get it from, oh man, you know what? So I asked Egg, do you think we're going to get an Injustice 3 game again? I, th- I think I think that's kind of what Suicide Squad might be. Yeah. Yo, shout out to my boy Crunch, man. I just saw your text, man. Appreciate that, my boy. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. He's watching a live stream? Yeah. We, we, were, we were trying to have him on an episode. And um, he's been busy. But hopefully, we can get you on here soon, man. This is the Injustice movie. I think. Yeah. Oh, and the game.
Superman, stop. Whatever you're seeing, it's not real. Justice looks absolutely intense. Needless to say, I have my popcorn ready and I am warming up my favorite recliner. Now to another character, one who may be blue in color, but he'll surely brighten up your screen. Let's learn more about the Blue Beetle in our DC Spotlight. Hey, DC fandom. My name is Angel Manuel Soto, the director of Blue Beetle. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. And with me, I got a couple friends. Hi, I'm Gary Dunez Alcocer. I am the screenwriter of Blue Beetle. Hey, everyone. Shola Maridueña. I am Jaime Reyes. My name is Blue Beetle. Guys, we just saw the trailer for Injustice. We're sorry about that little uh, audio mishap. We had ourselves muted. Uh, we had uh, the audio muted. Um, but if, but um, that was a crazy clip. I'm definitely looking forward to that movie and um, what's going to potentially happen with it. If you've been following the comic storylines and you guys already kind of have an idea. But um, to see it animated it is insane, man. It's, this movie's going to be crazy. The Injustice movie I'm referring to. One of the most powerful uh, pieces of technology in the universe that has made its way across eons and eons and eons and landed in front of Jaime Reyes. The thing that I've that I've loved the most about comic book series is that you see different versions of suits. Like you see, uh, like the metal version, and you see the flying suit version, and this, this, and that. And I'm just so excited with each, you know, superhero movie. It just it, you have to one up each other. So I know for a fact that any of the other superheroes out there who think they have the best superhero suit, I'm calling you out for a rap battle. <laughs> we got the best suit over here at Blue Beetle. And I haven't even seen it. That's how confident. <laughs> what I love about Blue Beetle, it's a deeply American character, right? And what I really like about Jaime is that he gets to be a reflection of somebody who's been around us forever, right? A Mexican-American kid who wants to be a part of this world, who wants to, to have a piece of this world, who wants to be able to thrive in this world. And like a lot of people like him, finds himself uh, hitting the same obstacle that a lot of us face. Seeing the evolution of the Blue Beetle character, this film kind of like opens the door for a new, like the new generation of what Blue Beetle can become at the hands of Jaime. And like you said, it is everything that makes us who we are. One of the things that Garrett did beautifully was capture the Latino family in its core as how we see them, not as how somebody tells us or how somebody has seen us from a third person perspective. And for once, we're able to see 
a hero that comes from a family from a similar economic background to the ones that we came up and stands for and that represents uh, the majority of the people who are the ones that are coming from the bottom. That closeness of family is something that makes Jaime different than other characters that I had seen before. And that potential to me was beautiful. Peter Parker gets bit by a spider. And one of his first instincts is to hide it from his family. Well, you're from a Mexican family. Good luck <laughs> hiding anything from anybody. I'm so excited to be able to not only be a Latino on screen, but have the opportunity to show kids like, you can, you can do it too. I'm ready, we're gonna shake things up, we're gonna bring you guys a story that you guys haven't seen before and, and, and do it with, with, a, with a smile on your face, so we're ready. I'm very happy to work with this guy. Luis Tosca. I love this guy. So everybody, welcome to the family. That's all that matters. And thank you for welcoming us to the family. DC, it's gonna be great. Thank you so much. Smallville premiered exactly 20 years ago today, which is just crazy. To mark the occasion, let's take a look at some of the show's most memorable moments. Previously on Smallville. What's happening? So we are eating on lunch. Our lunch came in, um, but we are still here watching DC fandom with you guys. Sorry, the camera is not working. Okay, real quick, what do you think of the Injustice clip? Well, the Injustice clip, yo, that movie looks gonna be insane. I was, uh, I sent Emilio a YouTube channel that reads the comic books to you. Um, but I, I definitely want to get the comic books myself and read them. But the movie looks awesome. It looks like really, really close to the comic books itself. What about you? Uh, I thought it was fantastic, man. I'm really excited. And I actually read the whole first comic. Shout out to my, uh, Cousin Isaiah, who let me borrow the book, I said I'd get it back to in a week, and it's been like three years. I still have That's it. Right? I'll, I'll bring it to you, bro. I promise. <laughs> Soon. Uh, but it looks like they're over here showing Smallville, man. I don't know if any of you, if you watched Smallville, Jay. But, I saw uh, some of it. Not Smallville, of it. Smallville was crazy at the time, man. We were, it was something we were so hyped for, man. Yeah, it was good. I like how the it, it's the original characters, right? And uh, Superman, Lois from Smallville. What do you mean? Never mind. Yo, that's crazy, man. Look at Lex Luthor with hair. <laughs> when you guys started the show, did you ever think that 20 years after the premiere, you would be here at a DC event talking about the show? Michael? Uh, you know what? I, before I did Smallville, I wasn't really on any successful series. They were just sort of one season, two season. And then I saw the pilot of this. I called my mom and I said, I think I'm finally going to get noticed in my life. For a lot of you guys <laughs> on the show, this was like the first big moment. Did, did you have kind of those same feelings when you watched it or when you were? Yeah, I mean, I, I lacked a, a, a great deal of uh, experience uh, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> well, No, I did. I mean, and at no point do they say, you're going to be here for 10 years. We just never knew. We were always just sort of grinding and trying to elevate everything we could do and it was a team effort we helped each other out a lot I, I remember just being on set with Tom and either it'd be him telling me or me telling him he'd go okay yeah that's what we're doing it became a trust thing for us yeah. Yeah. because we were together so much and there were also times where like you know he his character talked a lot mine didn't <laughs> not like real life at all no <laughs> at all. and I remember specifically there was a scene in the Luther mansion where you know Clark just 
appears there. Lex turns and he sees Clark and he starts to talk and he walks over and he pours himself a glass and he comes back and he's talking to me. And literally, I think my line back to you was, and, and you go, that's all, that's all you have to say. Like, that's your only line? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I would say these whole things, these soliloquies, yeah. ages yeah. of dialogue. And then all of a sudden, and then he'd go, so, and I'd go, that's all he had? <laughs> he got so? Was there a moment on set for you guys where you were watching him perform and you're like, holy crap, he's Lex Luthor, or yeah, that's Superman. I mean, you just embodied Clark. I mean, you just, it was fitting that you hadn't done a ton of stuff. Yeah. It just was the perfect time and the perfect storm. He just had that vulnerability, that innate vulnerability and that kindness and charm. Lex obviously was ahead of the game but saw the potential in Clark and saw that Clark didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that all yeah. that all sort of worked out. And and one thing to remember, it was never about being Superman. It was about not knowing what your future is. Yeah. And the big thing for Lex was, you know, making your future what you want it to be. Yeah. You know, so it was a it was a good dynamic. But her question really was, were you in <laughs> awe of me when you watched my performance? No. no, not that I recall. Over the years, there have been so many special guests on Smallville. Here are some who wanted to say hello. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. Hot dog, I can't believe it's been 20 years. One of my favorite memories working on Smallville was being directed by Tom Welling. Whenever someone asks me who was my favorite director I've ever worked with, I just say, Superman, obviously. They let me do so many of the stunts, like running the side of him, the train, and things like that. I got to do everything playing Lionel Luther. And I had a ball doing it. Smallville resonated with people because it was the perfect balance of heart and drama and extremely high stakes suit and stuff that we associate with superhero stories now. I mean, you see people who've been touched by the show and it, it helps me appreciate it. And seeing, of course, our boy Glover up there. Lionel Luther. I wish he was born today. I know, I love, I love, we love being <laughs> If you could change anything about the show, is there a moment that you would go back and be like, I mean, I always thought that we should have seen a Bruce Wayne. Like, can you imagine Clark barging in to your mansion and like you're talking to somebody and you're like, I'd like you to meet Mr. Wayne. And it'd just be like this cool thing. Nobody knows who anybody awesome. is. Awesome. That would have yeah. been great. By the way, you know, it's kind of cool to think that you know, the rest of these series, like Arrow and Flash, all these things, yeah. it was kind of like it started with Smallville. Well, I think you and I have discussed this, that it was, um, again, a perfect storm in that technology had literally just gotten to the point where the visual effects, the super speed and all those visual, they just didn't do that before Smallville. And that's a, you know. They couldn't. It did set a, a version of a standard. Smallville is still kind of contemporary, still kind of looks cool. I mean, yeah. we're in Kansas, there's pine trees everywhere, but you, you it's care that. that. I didn't even notice that. Now oh, I'm yeah. going to for sure. You know, by the way, what the hell is with Lex Luthor's security? <laughs> he would walk in. He would just show up and I go, Clark. Now my reaction really wanted to be, did you knock? That's true. Hey, where's my security here? Curious question. With the finale, what was that like for you guys getting to be like, okay, we're going to, some people that we haven't seen for a little bit are going to yeah. get to come back. We're all going to reconnect here on the show. A lot of people think I quit the show, and I didn't quit. My contract was for six years, and I ended up doing seven years. When the finale came, the series finale, I called the writers a week before, like a week and a half before, and said, I wanted to be with everybody at the end. Yeah. And so I showed up after not having seen Tom for like three years, and it was a bit emotional. Very emotional for him. 
Yes. And the first take. Remember the first take? Big crane oh, shot. Oh, yeah. Clark comes in, and the mansion's destroyed, and there's this big crane shot, big swooping crane shot, and it comes in, it goes past Clark. Lex comes in. Here's Michael. Camera comes in with close-up, he goes, what's my line? What's I, the line? What's the line again? Oh. I was like, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> we are almost out of time, but before we go, let's hear some messages from some more familiar faces. It's not every day that a series can celebrate like this, and I am honored to have been part of this iconic story. Happy 20 years, Smallville. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. 20, 20th? No. It was my first real big job. It also was welcoming me into an entire universe, a world that was so rich and so loved already. It was really a privilege. I remember arriving on set and seeing Tom, and it struck me immediately. I'm like, my God, it's Clark. We tackled some pretty serious subject matter, and then you would sort of, when they called cut, everyone's laughing and joking, and Oliver and Lex are laughing on the floor, you know, cracking each other up. It was a really, really great set. I am so thrilled that I got to be a part of such an iconic series, and I just wanted to celebrate with you guys. So happy 20th Smallville cast and crew. Thank you for having me be a part of your journey, and I'm sending everyone so much love. Awesome. Cassie Freeman, I remember she called me. She's probably got to be a little nervous going on to this show that's been on for years and I just talked about how great everybody was and how comfortable she'll be. Such a mild-mannered person but yeah. when the camera rolled she was a force. Yeah. There was a scene where she had to like turn on that Luther blood in yeah. a sense and I was like oh this girl's gonna be all right. Like she's got yeah. it. Like and it was she... fun it was fun killing her in season 10. <laughs> so. Now, someone that I know we're missing is Lana Lang, Kristen Crook. She wanted to be here with us, but she couldn't today, so she sent a very special message. Happy 20th anniversary, Smallville. We haven't worked on this show for 12 years now, um, and you both and everyone were a huge part of my early adult years. When it came out, you know, it was right after 9-11. Um, it was a time when people were looking for heroes on another level it was a story and is a story and i think this is why it lasts it's a story about growing up it's a story about how you feel alienated how you feel other and that is a universal experience for us and, and clark kent was that seeing him grapple with these things that would become his strengths give all of us the aspirational hope that those things that are weird and we can't control and seem like they make us different from everyone else are actually the things that are special about us. And I think that will resonate always. Congratulations on the 20th anniversary of Smallville. That brings us to the end of our celebration. I want to thank you all for being here watching us and taking this trip with us down memory lane. And thank you guys so much for being here and chatting. Thank you. See you soon. thing about a newsflash is that it can happen when you least expect it. Like now. Continuing from May's Festival of Heroes anthology comic, DC's Monkey Prince will return in February 2022 in a new 12-issue comic book series from writer Jean Lun Yang and artist Bernard Chang. Based on the 16th century Chinese novel Journey to the West, DC's newest shape-shifting superhero, The Monkey Prince, aka Marcus Sun, will return to headline his own series. For fans, I can't wait for February 2022 to read more about DC's Monkey Prince, a new short story just posted to dcuniverse.com. In this new tale available now, you'll see the classic Journey to the West characters defending the heavenly realm against Darkseid and his parademons.
How's everyone doing out there? I am so glad to be back with you all at DC Fandom. What an amazing celebration of everything DC. Look, last year I had just been cast, so I have a very special connection with DC Fandom. It was their first year, it was my first year, so let's do this. Okay, now, you know you can't have DC without GC, Gotham City. It's dark, gritty, it's riddled with crime and corruption. That's why we all love it, am I right? Gotham is home to some really amazing characters beyond Batman. I, for one, can't wait to slip into my costume for another season of Batwoman. All the Gotham content you can handle is coming your way right now. First up, an action RPG based on some of the most beloved members of the Bat family. Maybe you've heard of Gotham Knights? Let's play. Whoa, Wait for this one. one. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Well, we got to play this one together. The co-op story. Back's going to be Batgirl. Uh, you want me to be your Batgirl? All right. talks about them not a whispered word is said the court of owls is a myth <laughs> they're listening One of the joys of writing comics is the hope that someone will take that story and make it something their own. And I think the folks at Warner Brothers have done a tremendous job. Well, that movie was amazing. Batman vs. Robin with the Court of Owls. Amazing movie if you haven't seen it. So here you are getting to play out that, that conflict in the game itself. I remember taking this walk around New York City, my old neighborhood. Nothing I knew was there anymore. All of the people I had known 
had moved away, um, all of the stores were gone. The feeling was so unsettling, and I wanted to craft a story that would make Bruce Wayne feel the way I felt. The first time I read that story, I was just blown away because they were creating this really rich secret history of Gotham City, very plausible, believable, that was in direct opposition to Batman. I think probably inspiration uh, for the Board of Owls originates from nature just by the real fact that the owl is the natural predator to the bat. What an owl does a lot of the time is it hunts you and it stalks you without you seeing it. And the fun of the way that the court goes after Bruce is to watch him from afar for years. Because it's been something that's been in Gotham for so long and been so powerful and right beneath Batman's nose, I think that's the, the root of the success there. One of the biggest challenges with bringing the Court of Owls from comic books to video games is really the interactive nature of what video games are. How do you take that history, how do you take this cool imagery and bring it to life in a game that's very satisfying? We can look at the source material, we can talk to the creators, and we could ask their opinions about that. We could say, what, which of these elements do you think we can translate? When I went out there to see what they were doing with the game, I was blown away. I mean. It took what we had done with Court of Owls, but it just elevated it beyond a lot of the borders that we had had. You can't really rely on what you think you know about the court. We have expanded, we have added to it. There are different varieties of talons in Gotham Knights. And as the players begin to understand through gameplay the unique strengths and vulnerability of the talent, it will affect how they equip themselves and how they unlock new abilities. So like any good RPG, that's gonna be awesome. Different talents and their fighting skills. I think that's gonna be pretty cool for the game. A little challenge. Maximize that according to their own style. The entire team has worked so hard on this and put so much love and dedication into this and I really hope it comes through and it gives them a really enjoyable experience. I can't wait for us to share more information about this game but watch out for those deadly talons because they are sharp. Be careful. Court of Owls looks truly sinister. I can't wait to know more about those mysterious mass supervillains and their deadly creatures. Forget Girls' Night Out. I'll be doing Gotham Knights in as soon as I get my hands on that game. So excited. I gotta tell you, being in the Hall of Heroes is a huge honor. Look at this place. This is incredible. I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. DC is throwing a lot of really amazing content our way, and they're not stopping anytime soon. More news flashes, more announcements, and more exclusive footage is on the way. But first, a heartfelt thank you for supporting Batwoman. I've read your letters, I've seen your fan art, and I spend probably too much time on social media looking at your comments and feeling the love you have for this character. <coughs> I Don't I got any love, you know, behind every superhero is a supervillain. Well, you know Alice is a fan favorite. <laughs> but everybody, please say hello to Rachel Scarson, who plays Alice on the show. Hello, DC World. I am so excited to return to my evil ways on the show, and most of all, to get to work with the lovely Julie Sierra. Season 2 set up many new mysteries, characters, a new hero, which we'll take a special look at in just a few minutes. And we're going to get into all of it this season. By the way, I will not be the only villain on the show this season. Did you see the premiere? Mad Hatter, Poison Ivy, and a whole slew of baddies joining in the fun. 
makes sense it would take some of Gotham's most notorious villains and a little push from Renee Montoya to get Batwoman and Alice to team up and work together this season. By the order of the mayor's office, in exchange for your cooperation in these cases, you will be remanded into supervised custody. You're tying my fate to a psychopath? Well, more like handcuffing it, but yes. Any questions? Yes. Does this kind of wreck my ensemble? I mean, I get the whole bat motif, but this is a um, 44-story building shortly. There's a more comfortable workspace available. Who loves the bat? <laughs> Just gonna hang out here. What the hell are you two doing together anyway? Aren't y'all supposed to be enemies? Long story. She's working with me. They're a little short-staffed at City Hall. If crazy stuff's going down, may as well give a crazy lady's take on it. We don't really use the C word anymore. Crazy? Alice and Batwoman are working together? No, I'll have to see it to believe it. Well, Rachel, should we give them a taste of what's to come on season three of Batwoman? Perhaps a little bit of that never-before-seen stuff would uh, whet their appetite. I hope so. Here's a look. As the um, resident expert on predatory behavior, I had some thoughts on how Mr. Uh, chooses his prey. I was thinking back to my first kill which I chose a geriatric harpy with an oxygen tank. Now, do you know why I did that? Because you're a killer, Alice. No. Well, yes, but that's not the key point. I chose her because she was easy pickings. See, when a fledgling predator is learning how to stalk its prey, it seeks to um, separate one from the herd. So he wouldn't have gone after two victims for his first hunt. Look at you learning to think like a killer. Which means the pool wasn't this croc's first attack. And if it wasn't for all the blood in the deep end, they would have just been listed as missing persons. Just like the missing persons I found that were last seen at the East River Shore, a mere two miles from the pool attack. Welcome to his hunting grounds. Well, I guess I stand corrected. Maybe Alice and Batwoman can work together. Quite the twist of partnership. Rach, I have had so much fun filming with you for season three. I know, me too. <laughs> and I cannot wait for everyone to see how our story unfolds. Well, I should get back to practicing my maniacal laugh. Never know when I'm gonna need it. Bye. Bye, Rach. If you like nail-biting, what's gonna happen next, plot twisty television, then I'll see you for season three of Batwoman. And one of the newest heroes of the cast gets his own DC spotlight right now. Well, hey, thanks, Javicia. And what's up, guys? It is very good to finally be back with y'all virtually for this year's DC Fandom. It's Cambridge Johnson here. I play Luke Fox on Batwoman. So at the end of season two, I finally became Batwing, DC's flying armor superhero. And playing Batwing... All right, we're back. Just finished lunch, but we're still watching. Bro, Gotham Knight looks amazing. We got to see... Um, hold on, I'm going to mute it real quick. We got to see... Them talking about the chords, Carmon Falcone talking to Nightwing, and then we got to see 
um, Batwoman and got to see her character for a new season. They're getting season three now for Batwoman, right? That's what they were saying? I think, was I it? think it was season three. Yeah, season three. I didn't know uh, Batwing was in the show. I like the look too, man. The yeah, the nice. costume. That's awesome. Hmm. I'm a skilled fighter. Are you? I've been training mixed martial arts. Taste nice slick, dog. Taste nice slick. Taste nice slick, man. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't use Pokemon cards to fight your battles, bro. But. You know what, bro? <laughs> oh, justice! But what a hit! He was supposed to be Bane, right? You saw that? You didn't see that? Like the Bane Venom attached to him? I guess, man. I'm not impressed with that Bane suit, though. Wow, that's sick. That is nice. Well, they're such a great job with the suit, man. I can't even lie. For real. As far as like the the Arrowverse stuff, like that's probably one of the best suits I've seen, if not the best suit I've seen. Yeah. I have to agree. I mean, it's it's insane. I have to agree. Do you feel that way? Is there a hero in you? Yeah, I do. I know there's a hero in me. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. Red Hood, Batwing, and Gifted, and Tim Drake. Grifter and Tim Drake.
That's funny. Catwoman, the hunted. Yo, Green Lantern. Let's get it. Yo, we had the audio off. Oh my gosh, why are we sorry guys? Sorry. Wait, Battle of the Battle of what? Super Sons. Ooh. Oh. Okay. That's not anything new. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow is going to achieve that impressive milestone in season seven. And right now, we're gonna celebrate by looking at 100 episodes in 100 seconds. Are you ready? Go. I see you've all decided to come. We can be on our way. Shall we? In the future, my friends may not be heroes. If we succeed, they will be remembered as legends. I made you a certain promise. Jax, we gotta go. I don't want to enjoy this fun moment. Let's party! The three of us are going to change our past and our future and the world as you know it. And that's just the beginning. I just need one more moment. Far too slow. We're never gonna make it! Don't worry. The rest of the legends are here. We're busting everybody out. There's land ahead. All hands on deck! I did not see coming. Hey, you wish. What is it? That it is just business as usual for us.
told you guys we can't keep the cowboy narrator. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, man, we'll drop you off. Happy trails, legends. It's true that every generation has their favorite Batman. My boy, my boy, Jonathan. But for the next generation of DC fans, Warner Brothers Animation has been revving up production on their preschool series about some of the coolest DC Look, Batman. And, 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 he, and he has a good, he has a good taste in Batmobiles, too. <laughs> Batman an animated series returns. Batman preschool, though. We'll see. This is really fun for the whole family, so let's check out this very early preview. What is this? So they're going to be like uh, cars. Our friends at Spotify have completed casting for the upcoming audio series, Batman Unburied. But you don't want to hear the news from us. We'll let Barbara Gordon tell you. What up, everyone at DC Fandom? It is Gina Rodriguez, and I am so excited to let everyone know that I am going to be a part of Batman Unburied. Woo -woo. And I get the honor of playing the iconic voice of Barbara Gordon. I'm so super excited. I'm so excited for you to come on the audio adventure with us only on Spotify. Joining the cast alongside Gina will be Sam Witwer as the Harvester, Emmy Raver Lampman as Kel, Jessica Marie Garcia as Renee Montoya, and Jim Peary as Arnold Flass. Hey, DC Fandom, it's your boy, Winston Duke. And I am so excited, so honored to be joining the DC family with Batman Unburied, with Spotify and DC, and we have been cooking up something very, very special for you. We've been creating something that's nuanced and beautiful with great characters, great voices, and just a beautiful experience. So, in that vein, I am Batman. Holy smokes, Batman. Yo! Ibaka? He yeah. left Wakanda and now he's Batman? He's Batman. I can't wait for that. I'm actually looking I'm, forward I'm to hearing that. I'm kind of looking forward to that too. Yeah, Batman Cape Crusader. Can we get it? Can we get a trailer? Please? You didn't meet. I know I did. Oh. I didn't mean to cut you off. Football icon that's soccer to some of you. And our fellow Brazilian, Neymar. Now, that is huge news. Fala aí, Neymar. Bate ousadia e bate alegria, hein? Conta mais, o pai tá on, meu? Fala, galera da DC. Tô muito animado pro novo filme do Batman. É, sempre fui muito fã, desde pequeno. Uma honra muito grande estar participando desse evento. Obrigado por tudo. E vamos ficar muito animado com tudo isso. Espero que, que a franquia da Batman seja longa e faça muitas mais coisas eu estaria esperando valeu Puma, Batman Come on, be honest. 
fans would buy anything having to do with DC, especially if Neymar is involved. Yeah, you're not wrong. But now I want to talk about one of my favorite Gotham City gals, Barbara Gordon, also known as Batgirl. The tech-savvy martial arts badass is getting her very first full-length feature. It was a role that every actress in town wanted, but ultimately it went to Leslie Grace after her stellar breakout performance in last summer's In the Heights. She was so good in that. And now we're all looking forward to seeing Leslie take on the bad guys in a very different version of Gotham City. Let's learn more about Batgirl in this DC Spotlight. It's your girl, Leslie Grace. Hi, DC fandom, and I'm your new Batgirl. I don't know about you guys, but every step of this process, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. It's a big, big honor and privilege to be to be part of that world. That's really unbelievable. I feel like a kid again. Honestly, I just feel like the luckiest writer on Earth. We wanted to have a very broad, broad uh, casting. It was very broad in range of ages yeah. and, and, and races, and uh, what was important for us it was that the best actress for uh, for the part would be cast. Eventually, we saw we saw Leslie. Uh, yeah, among it was a goosebump moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really like, like the whole time. Who is gonna be Barbara yeah. Gordon? I mean, there was something that you know she just you know, like that hit a nerve and, and felt like okay, we are we are actually watching Barbara Gordon. She's a girly girl, but she also ha is so capable of being strong and being determined and like kicking butt. And she wants to prove herself, but she's also still just so sweet. A lot of times we, we focus a lot on the, uh, on the male superheroes, but it was really exciting to read for a female superhero that has that grit and like is very sincere and almost eager to prove herself. What's kind of fun about Barbara and Batgirl is that in this story, she's discovering Batgirl for the first time. And so she's getting to explore a duality she's always had in her personality, but it's this whole new side of her personality, a slightly kind of more daring, slightly less law-abiding side of her personality that we get to just have fun and play with. We ask uh, Leslie to train a lot. We want the fights to be, you know, pretty realistic so that it feels more raw and more real and more relatable. I'm really excited about the action. I mean, I'm training so hard and we're trying to get as much you know, learned and in my body before I get there. So I'm excited about what that's gonna actually look like once we have a suit and once we're on location, figuring out those fight sequences. So that's really exciting to me. You know I was Batman girl too, so I'm just dying. I'm like looking at, the, at that girl behind me and I'm like, all right, I can see it. We like that she has a cowl, that we can say. She will have a cowl. So it's not, it's not gonna be the design with just the mask on the eyes. It was so funny, it was one of the first questions I asked once we were on, I was like, so is she have, is she gonna have red hair? Cause like, I'm so ready. Affirmative. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Affirmative. That's bad girl. It's gonna have everything in the movie, all, you know, all yeah. the emotions. Yeah. There's gonna be a yeah. climax, yeah. gonna go crescendo, 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 and, and at the end, you're gonna be on the edge of the seat <laughs> like and that, at the end, and at the end, Okay, okay. So we're getting uh, a Batgirl movie, it looks like, right? Movie or a show? First show. Who knows? King Shark! And Harley Quinn. Standing by right now, we've got one of the cast from TV's Titans with some exciting news and an exclusive look into the near future.
Hey guys, Brenton Thwaites here. I play Dick Grayson and Nightwing in Titans on HBO Max. Um, we're very happy that you guys have been enjoying season three. We loved making it, and um, it's good to know that it's landing on audiences, um, especially the hardcore, true Nightwing fans, um, Titans fans. Um, we're excited to be here at the DC Fandome. Uh, we're going to debut an exclusive clip from season three for you to see. Um, and uh, we really hope that finale, um, you know, packs the punch and kind of lands for you guys. Um, but first, we're going to announce something. We're going to announce something. Especially in Baker, Alberta. <laughs> Honey, go. we practiced this. What are we going to announce? Season three. Season four, we're going to announce. We're announcing season four. Um, Titans is going to go again. And um, we are very excited to go back to Canada and continue making this wonderful show. Uh, it's been a wild ride. I love making it. Um, Toronto is a wonderful place to work, and this is such great, versatile, diverse content to be able to work on as an actor. Um, but it is all thanks to you guys for you know watching it and enjoying it and demanding that they make another show, uh, another season. Um, anyway, we're out. Thank you. See ya. Okay, yes, I'm here. What do I do? Okay, I need you to connect the router to the Wayne Manor mainframe. Slide the security panel cover straight up. It should come right off. Should have told me that, Jason. Would you have gone inside if I had? You still should have told me. Okay, got it. Okay, hold on. You're not done yet. Tell Gar to cut the red wire and hook it up to the router. The red wire? You never cut the red wire. Cut the red wire. Gar, it's me, Dick Lett. He said cut the red wire. What? No, you, you never cut the red wire. I know, but that's what he said. What's happening? We're in. Oh, shit. What? There's a security question. What's the name of the one who got away? Joker. Riddler. Oh. Tim? I've got one more try at this or I'm locked out. Try Selena Kyle. Who's that? Trust me. S E L I N A. Welcome. Who's Selena Kyle? It is now our privilege to introduce Batman's a simp, the one that got away. Selena, man. That boy has issues. The one that got away. That's what's up. Inside Starro's a beehole, 
Look, we all know why I'm here, okay? To present a little something, something for season three of my show, which was announced in like uh, 1972. And here we are in um, 2021. And like two whole generations of animators have been burning the midnight oil on it and the season is still not finished. And those poor artists died of acute carpal tunnel for nothing. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, are you still vamping? Uh, yes. Did you get the season three footage from HBO Max? It is currently being uploaded onto the Fandome server. And this is only happening now because... Because the hard drive containing said footage looked like a piece of sushi and I ate said hard drive. But it's being uploaded? It is. So you passed the hard drive? The hard drive is wireless, and it is very much still inside me. Is it high speed? Oh, my metabolism? Yes, I'm lucky. Oh, look, the producers are telling me it's ready to go. Okay, the moment we've all been waiting for, a sizzle reel for Harley Quinn, season three, coming to HBO Max sometime in 2022. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. So, what do we do now? Let the Eat Bang Kill Tour begin. Come here. Mm -hmm. Harley and Ivy are back. Send our regards to whatever tabloid you work for and tell Ben Affleck I upper deck his fancy soda stream. I'll bring Harley and Ivy to justice and then you'll change your tune. Hell. Oh. I am. Us together at last, partners in crime in every sense of the word. There are so many surprise twists and turns, and I say that as someone who's already lived it. I will admit that looks pretty great. It's gonna be better, you know, after the crayon guy, you know, colors it in, and then the sound effects guy does the pew pew stuff, and you know, the music guy does the ban and 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 thing with the guitars. Oh. God, animation takes forever. You're telling me. Ah, I'm sure they'll get around doing something cool the old K hombre any minute now. Yeah, don't worry. You you look you look great. Well, there you have it, folks. Enjoy the rest of Fandom, I guess. And please remember all the cool stuff you saw earlier and not that. And get ready for more of this soon. That's all I can move right now. Not too shabby. Okay, we're done here. I'm just gonna say, bro, I'm not interested. It doesn't look, doesn't look uh, super interesting. Oh, yeah, justice! Who cares about the what happens? Don't you dare mute me right now. <laughs> they don't want to hear about that. No. Don't you dare mute me right now. Alright, let's see what we get. JJ Abrams. Batman. JJ Abrams? The guy who ruined Star Wars? No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I am Matt Reeves, executive producer of Batman Caped Crusader. I am James Tucker, and I am a co producer on Batman Caped Crusader. Wanted Animation asked if we would be interested in working with Bruce on a new animated Batman series, and Matt was working on the Batman film, so it just felt like an opportunity to collaborate. 
not just with, with, with Bruce, but with one of my best friends, uh, on a project that I, I knew would be incredibly meaningful to all of us. One of my, my, my elevator pitch versions of this show is that it's, it's more Batman animated series than Batman animated series. It kind of goes I love Batman animated series. Of the show that we originally came up with back in, in, in the early 90s, there was certain limitations on what we could do in terms of adult content, in terms of violence and adult themes. And my idea is basically to say, okay, it's 1990 again. I get to do what I want to do this time. I got JJ and Matt backing me up. You know, in Bruce's world, in this new iteration, it, it's, it's just, just Batman, Batman right now. There's, There's not, not Justice, Justice League, League doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. There aren't any other superheroes. Other superheroes. It's, it's Batman. Batman. You're, You're watching, watching this lone Justice League who? Max. It's Batman alone. He's Batman. I mean, whether he's wearing the mask or not, he's Batman. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Bruce Wayne is a phony person. He's a construction that Batman has created to deflect suspicion from his activities. So he's going to be very low-tech initially. You know, as he develops as a character, we'll start introducing those gadgets. And, you know, the audience can see how he developed the Batmobile using different prototypes. That's part of the fun of this, this series, series is we're finding, we're finding him discovering, discovering these things, things that, that most, most other, other Batman, Batman series, series they already, already were there. there. It really is an incredibly complex psychological story about someone who, in a way, needs to be redeemed. And that's kind of what at least this first season's about. We've reconfigured some of the roles some of the characters have. We're starting before Batman has earned their trust and they've earned Batman's trust. So this sounds really good, man. So far. We don't know that Commissioner Gordon will be Batman's ally. The journey of the show is to see how they will... I want Commissioner Gordon to be Batwing. Any Commissioner Gordon put on the cow. Yeah. Have him become the new Batman. Yeah. Or the new Alfred. Ah, this is almost like a Batman Year One type thing. Yeah, yeah. Joker has a hat. Joker with a hat. Actually, I want the White Knight. Joker, the White Knight. If the Joker was cured. That's gone. Oh, that would be that would be insane. What? What you just said? The White Knight, and then. This new iteration is very much born of a noir sensibility. Definitely heavy on the um, German expressionism slash film noir kind of styling, set in kind of timeless 40s world. If anything, we're probably going to lean into that even more in terms of authentic clothes. I think I could fix it. No, that's fine. It's going on. The way we deal with. Um, the characters uh, is, is going to be a, a, quite a bit more modern in terms of inclusivity, uh, representation, things like that. Cape Crusader is something that, you know, I feel uh, honored to get to be part of the creative conversations, to get to help and, and support along with Matt, you know, the not just the vision for how they want to do it, but but even in using new technologies, the opportunity to take advantage of, of literally techniques that didn't exist back when, when Bruce was doing the animated series. It's an honor and I'm thrilled to be able to work on this, but to be honest with you, the most exciting part is I can't wait to see how it turns out. I can't wait to see all of this come together. I, I'm a fan and I just want to see what Bruce does.
it's still early days, that all sounds amazing. Batman Cape Crusader will air on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. I seriously can't wait for this one either. There's so much talent behind this series. And speaking of talent, let's take a look at your amazing Gotham-inspired art. Okay, while we go through this art real quick, what do you think of uh, the new Dark Knight, the uh, Batman animated series as a whole? I feel like it's going to be really good. I mean, it seems like they're going to take a lot of stuff from the old animated series and bring it back to life. And we... I watched the old animated series recent, not like recent, recent, but before, and it was it was good. I think it's something that we definitely want to see. And yeah, I agree with that. And I like the I like the whole thing um, that he was talking about how back in the day they wouldn't let him go too dark or too violent, and so it looks like he's gonna be able to do those things now. Bruce Tim and J.J. Abrams and uh, Matt Reeves. So. Um, so it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. You know what I mean? As far as that is concerned. I'm excited. And it's going to be on Cartoon Network for everybody that has Cartoon Network and HBO Max. If you don't have Cartoon Network, so we'll be able to watch it. Yeah. And on the fun, record how you would navigate your everyday life. That's everybody's favorite meal is pizza. Batman's favorite meal is pizza, bro. I should be like the Batman. Actually, I am the Batman. I guess the cold. Plus F for doubt. What? Mobile game. Oh, RPG stuff. Watch it have microtransactions too? That'd be cool. What is it? Over here. This is a clip. Let's see this bad boy. Okay. Interesting. Looks good. Enter a crisis where sworn oh, Trigon? Trigon. We're gonna get Teen Titans? We're gonna get Raven? Blue Look. Beetle? DC heroes and villains. Pre-register now, guys! Are you gonna pre-register? Oh yeah, just Jay's already on it, guys. We have some exciting news for fans of collectibles. Here to tell us about it is legendary comic book artist and founder of McFarland Toys. Hey, thanks, Candace, and hope you're enjoying yourself, and so are all the fans out there today. Uh, I'm here to talk to everybody about McFarland Toys, my company, and DC Direct. We just started a partnership, but basically I'm going to take all the things that we're good at and continue to do all the things that DC Direct has been doing. So here's a couple of things to look forward to. We're going to continue the Batman Black and White series, which is over 100 different statues already. We're going to do the Harlequin Red, White, Black series. We're going to Oh wow! Some statues are really nice. This is just the beginning right now. One of the early statues we want to announce is the Joker Purple Craze from the artist Greg Capullo, who I think is one of the best in this business. It comes from pages of the Batman Death of the Family that both Greg and Snyder popularized. 
It's awesome. I've been waiting a long time to finally get some Batman movie and it's coming. One of the things we're going to be doing is a big Yo, look. of the Robert Pattinson Batman and it's based on the concepts Ooh. and the costume. The suit looks nice, man. That, that gives you kind of an idea of what to expect from the from the movie. Take a look at it. It's going to be super cool for your collection. The thing I'm looking forward to the most is continuing the Batman black and white line. It's the longest running statue line that's been out there in collectible history. Number 100 is based on my artwork, so that was kind of cool. This one is based on. I want to get that one. No, not that one. The one before that. This is from the graphic novel Gotham by Gaslight, written by Brian Augustine. We've done a couple other Mike McDonald's in the past in that series. They've been some of the top sellers, so this one is not going to be any exception. Also, big news we're going to be doing a giveaway. On the DC uh, Designer Batman series. Uh, this one is going to be based on the comic book Batman Year Two. Artwork by myself, so I know what it's supposed to look like. And on top of it, I'm going to sign that toy for you. So I couldn't pre-register. I couldn't find it. Did you have to have to go back and take a look? Yeah. That 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 statue looks nice, man. I like that one a lot too. The one that he designed yeah. with the with the light blue cape like that. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what I'm waiting for. DC fans were not slowing down with all these announcements and surprises. Now, going into its fourth season, Young Justice is a. Alright, uh, guys, we'll take a break, alright? <laughs> you want to get slapped? <laughs> let, me, let me shut the screen off. Shush! Shush! My guy is hype. Yo. I don't give a crap right now. Yo, chill. But it was an after the show. It's probably okay, not even okay, out right now. Okay, she's Anbu. Who died, bro? KF. Who? Kid Flash. That's messed up, bro. SB? <laughs> we losing control? Side. Give us your thoughts. Give us your initial reaction here. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I feel they didn't show anything with uh, Dick Grayson and Tim when Drake when returning. When did KI die? KF. KF. Whatever. KF died in season two. The end of season two. Oh, and so so it's it's a permanent death. They don't know. Do you know? 
they many people are assuming that he is in the speed force he got lost in the speed force so that all the kinetic energy when saving the earth uh saving the earth from a device that dark side was oh not dark side salvage was using um all the kinetic energy he absorbed and he got put into the speed force because they didn't show like he, a body dead it just showed him like disappear oh okay all right For some reason, when they said DMZ, I originally thought or saw DMX. They lied to me. Bro, they said, they literally, she literally said after the I show. I got lied to. Bro, I can't help you right now, man. She said after the show, my dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm hurt. She said after the show and decides over here looking for it on HBO Max <laughs> well, during the show. <laughs> the update, update, you yeah. have. That's not gonna do anything for you, my boy. <laughs> Shut up. Let me have this one thing. Oh man, I'm so excited for the show. <laughs> I can't. Like my updates already. My laptop's already updated. Update Adam automatically. <laughs> cool, your phone's an Android. What about it? Yeah, it's better than your phone. You think it's better than iPhone? Let's take a strong poll. Let's see who's what they say. We're going on IG, man. I'm gonna take a poll. All right. You know what? I'm gonna post it right now. Instagram. And don't buy your boats next time. Actually, you didn't buy your votes last time. <laughs> I didn't buy my votes. <laughs> Who are? What do I know him from? Wilson, on the other hand, is about the opposite side of that, where everybody gets to make truly free choices in the DMZ. They get to decide who they want to be. And the result of that is this patchwork of gangs and tribes and outfits. And Wilson sees that as a marvel. Because that's what the DMZ is. It is set in a world that's just a few moments into the future. And it speculates what would we be if we let the worst of our divisions get to us. I just think it's super cool. It's also important in ways that allow us to consider ourselves now and what we want to be going forward. We're just pleased and proud that it's going to be uh, making its way to HBO Max. And, you know, it's just been a pleasure working with you, my friend. I can't wait to do it again and again. Indeed. It's been such a pleasure working with you, too. And I honestly cannot wait for the world to see DMZ. It's a world I'm, I'm thrilled to, to share, share with audiences, uh, and especially with the DC fans. Same here. Well, thank you to uh, DC for having us, and we'll see you on HBO Max very soon. DMZ isn't the only DC project from the brilliant Ava DuVernay. She's also bringing the fans Naomi, inspired by the amazing DC comic of the same name from writers Brian Michael Bendis, David Walker, and artist Jamal Campbell. Vote now. Strong polls out. 
Which phone is better on our Instagram? Instead of focusing on DC votes, we're out here voting on on what phone is better. Unbelievable. Bro, you start an argument, I end it. How did I start an argument? <laughs> you trash talk my phone. Yeah, because you got to update your stuff. My stuff already updated. That's all I said. Bro, how do you have 80% of the votes already? Because my boy's coming clutch. It's iPhone, bro. We fast. Really? You're not fast. How did you prepare for the role of a teenage superhero? Preparing for the role of a teenage superhero isn't so hard for me because I started the show when I was 16. Naomi is 16. I'm 17 now. So we announced the winners after after stream. We announced winners of which phone is better after stream. Vote now. Vote now. That was going on behind the scenes here. Vote now. Vote now. In a way, it's good that you guys that we're, we don't have our camera working, so you guys can't see my facial expression. A coming of age story. When it comes to the part of preparing for the superhero part, I can't relate to the supernatural part of the story, but I can relate to being a good person and doing good deeds, which is a huge part about being a superhero. What is this about, Jay? When I first read I was the show, attention. I got the series of the comics and Naomi. The Justice League that she's in, and I'm an avid reader, so getting into comics is something that the show has started me on. What makes Naomi different from the other female superheroes out there? Well, as I said before, she's a fairly new superhero, so there's a lot of room for growth, but honestly, she's a young female black teenage superhero, which is really special. It's something that we rarely see a character have their own comics and to have on TV. And I think what also sets her apart is her character and her heart. She's incredibly confident. She loves the people around her. She's incredibly driven, incredibly smart, and isn't afraid to show it. And although there are a lot of Naomi's and people like Naomi in real life, those aren't always shown on TV, so I think it'll be really special. I also think what makes it different is the unique characters within the setting of the show. And the creatives in the team and the crew and the cast, they make it even more special, so I'm really excited for people to see the show. Thanks, Casey. Thanks so much for being here. Let's give the fans a little teaser of what's coming their way in this DC News Flash, featuring Naomi. Now, are we ready? show, okay. Wait, was I supposed to? Were you supposed to go? And it also does a stuff happening in the square. I'm going to do it in Superman. I need this for my sight. Back to you. Because of what I got. I'll be right back. Bro, you know what, bro? I'm not saying nothing else, man. At two, Brutus. At two. Maybe it's a return of my boy. Oh, it's too brute, not Brutus. Alright. Yeah. Someone was flying. Sajam. Sajam. 
Sazam? Sazam. Hi everyone, I'm Asher Angel. I can't believe I'm here in the Hall of Heroes. Oh, bro, he's mad grown up, bro. <laughs> he did get older. How old is he? Like 16, 18? I don't know, man. I gotta look. Featuring the only teenager to ever take a subway ride to the Rock of Eternity, Philly's own Billy Bats. The new movie is called Shazam. He's 19. When did the other Shazam come out? Oh. I'm Jack from Levi, and let me tell you something. Our new movie, Shazam Fury of the Gods, is going to be out of this world. In fact, the fate of Philadelphia and probably, I don't know, actually the entire world is in Shaz uh, my hands. But this time, the family and I are up against some seriously scary villains. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu, my real life alter ego, Asher Angel, and I. We had such a great time making this movie with our director, Sam Bird, and the cast, Jack and Megan and Adam and Ross and Grace and DJ and Ian and Luan and Faith. There are so many. And like our, our new cast members, like Rachel Segler. We just wanted to take behind the scenes and join in the fun during the making of Shazam. Oh. I like that effect. That was cool. I really like this movie, man. I can't even lie. The first, first one was one. really good, yeah. Oh, I love the suit. Look at the suit, man. Hello, my name is Zachary Levi. And I play Shazam. We all established something very special in the first movie. And in Shazam Fury of the Gods, we expand on that. Now they have to balance their life with being superheroes. This is where you hang out with your superhero friends, isn't it? Look at the suits, man. Suits look so nice. We go from Athens to Philadelphia. We go from the Rock of Eternity, the Library of Eternity, to the Realm of the Gods. So we get to go to environments that were never explored in the first trial. We have it all. Whoa, I can't wait. That's gonna be 2023? Where's the trailer? Dang, she's old. Yes, yeah, she is. Wonder Woman is one of the original superheroes. She is a universal character. Diana's values are built in her. It's all about love and compassion and humanity and peace and inclusiveness. She can't be looking at me like that, man. I'm married. It's a lot of gaga, though. This man's a clown. She asked you, shall we? Chill, I'm married. I'm sorry, okay? You have to go somewhere else with that. 
Come my way. Ooh. I wasn't Wonder Woman on the playground. <laughs> I sure wasn't either. <laughs> I don't know who she's talking about. They made two crazy statements, right? One said everybody wanted to be Superman. Not true. I wanted to be Batman. Same. And that's everybody, Wonder Woman. everybody was Wonder Woman on the playground? No, I was not. <laughs> I was Batman. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was chunky. I wasn't going anywhere on the playground, but I was sitting down reading books. He was the marshmallow man. Yeah, I was. I was the Michelin tire, the tire man, the Pillsbury Doughboy. I know what it was like from the inside out, and I know what what the legacy meant to me. And when I created the character, uh, it wasn't on the comic book page. Her kindness and her goodness. Her strength was a lasso of truth, and it was defensive things. And, and that meant something to me because we know what Wonder Woman is. We, we not just you and me, but the women out there and the, and the women that have come behind us and with us and through us. And I hope that they can see what that is in their own lives. It gives me sort of chills talking about it. Beautifully said, Linda. It's so much more than a comic book character. It is an idea and an essence. And as a matter of fact, I wrote a song for you and for Gal, and and uh, based on an original lyric that I had started for my husband. But uh, uh, when I did your movie, uh, I I finished writing this uh, song that comes out in October, actually called Human and Divine, and it's about the love of Wonder Woman. And I can't I wait for to hear it. Because it's incredible, and I'm so excited for it to be heard by the world. Thank um, you. Here's the interesting thing. I think that Wonder Woman was controversial at the time that she came out. To my deep surprise, she was controversial still when you did it, Linda, because I remember all of the conversation about, were you too beautiful? Were you too kind? Were you too loving? Interesting to me that even when we made the film, it was still controversial that she could be all of those things at once. And that to me is the essence of Wonder Woman. I find ourselves to be in such a lucky place in time right now as it relates to Wonder Woman, because I actually think she is the most relevant superhero of our times, because at this moment, I think values are incredibly important. I'm gonna have to and respectfully disagree with her. <laughs> respectfully. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The of our time is Batman. This is true. You know, all of these things and be willing to fight even physically to stand up for those things is what matters right now. It is certainly not my invention or yours, but it feels like I'm a part of something. Mm -hmm. And that we take on to the next generation of fans. And that is my hope for the future, certainly, and your hope for the future. What you, uh, in, in Wonder Woman 3, which I can't wait to hear you uh, uh, come out with uh, any. You can't wait to hear me not talk about. <laughs> can't <laughs> no, wait you, to hear you not. About when we get to the okay, not part. talk about, <laughs> oh my God, not talk about. Oh, but it's coming, everyone. Wonder Woman 3 is coming and Sure. And uh, it, it, even if I did know, you'd have to you'd have to kill me. 
to, to have me talk about it, but I don't. Thank you. No, we're super excited about Wonder Woman 3 and uh, Gal. Oh, we're here first, first, guys. Wonder Woman 3 is dropping. No one cares. Yo, that's that's not true, man. Do you care? I do care. I actually, actually, uh, you, went, you went as enjoyed, Wonder Woman enjoyed, enjoyed, in kindergarten. You wanted to be Wonder Woman in kindergarten. I actually enjoyed the, the first Wonder Woman movie. Cool. How'd you like the second one? The second one was, um, huh? was an acquired taste, but I have hopes for the third one. I don't know about that one. Maybe she, maybe she shows up in, um, in Flashpoint. She does. In the actual movie, it's confirmed. Yeah. What? This guy's just making stuff up over here, man. Like he's been doing all day. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? You coming from my throat, my toes, my nose? Didn't you just Didn't you just call me Wonder Woman? <laughs> Who's coming from who? <laughs> you should hear him and off camera. You should hear him off camera what he says to me, bro. I don't say anything, bro. I say, decide, look, please, sir. Look, look. Can you stop look, attacking me? Look. She is. Bro, she gonna be Supergirl. And together as a dub, we're committed to creating and celebrating every woman who makes the world a more beautiful and confident place. We'll share real world stories by real women who are using their everyday superpowers to help create real wonder and change in their communities. You know, uh, it's a good thing that our video's not working, man. Josiah's on uh, full troll mode today. You capping, you capping. You know, the Flashpoint movie, it, it's actually might be that good. You know? The Flashpoint movie is going to be very good. Okay? Yeah, I, I agree, bro. I agree. They have so much iconic characters in it. Oh, this, this arc is nice. That, you know, I, I like that they do is that they feature these, that they feature the different artwork. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I like that they give their artists their props, and it's kind of cool to see everybody's different art style and um, the different collection stuff that people do out there. I really like. Oh, even Cyborg's gonna be in it. Is he? Yeah. Wow, uh, that's gonna be insane. But he's having issues with the studio, so I don't know if they. Oh, I don't know. They might take him out. Who knows? I hope not, though. Because he was a big part of the Flashpoint storyline, right? Yeah. I am always in awe of your amazing works of art. Yeah, good job with the arts, everyone. Why Wonder Woman has been such an important icon for 80 years and what wonder means to them. Let's take a look. I think it's about time that we realize that women actually are half of the human race and can be as strong and as exciting and interesting and complex as male characters. A character like Wonder Woman at the time, she was an incredibly you know, important, unheard of, groundbreaking character that I think has meant so much to so many. You know, and a lot of people will say that her movie was the, the first really good DC EU movies, so she, in, in a way, to a lot of people, she saved the whole DCU movie verse. I didn't care for it, to be honest. The first one, you didn't care for it? Yeah. No, the first one was good, man. I think we watched it at the movie theater, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was alright. I think it could have been a lot better. Second one was 
an acquired uh, who knows? taste. We'll just say it like that. An acquired uh, taste. Uh, who knows? She did well in Batman vs Superman. Yeah, she did. When she came in, yeah, I, got I didn't chills, expect man. that. And you heard the music. And she had to, and she had to hit the hit a uh, doomsday with the her little Go. power. And she, yeah, that was nice, man. That was a nice. of your dreams i suppose i would say wonder inspires a sense of awe wonder is the ability to still see the grand and incredible things in the world i love the hope behind the character it is important to have these strong female roles in society to show the power of equality and to show that anything is possible well, i think it's wonderful i think there should be a million female superheroes and i'm glad there are so many now you know these women your grandmother your mother your best friend your aunt your teacher who are strong capable wonderful women strong women are very much a part of the universe facts 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 we want to see them reflected on the screen people like wonder woman show us that every woman is a queen every woman is a warrior every woman is a fighter I think Wonder Woman is dope. I like that rope. I don't understand it, but it's cool. Yeah, well, yeah women are the backbone of society. And that rope is very cool. Wonder, we have one more fun challenge. Now, we all know that part of Wonder Woman's iconic lore, especially from the TV series, is that she has the most awesome transformation of any superhero with her infamous spin. Oh, yeah, 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 the spin. That is pretty cool. By doing the spin challenge on TikTok. Show us how you spin uh, action and no whoa, spinning whoa, whoa, you created the TikTok account. You got to do the spin challenge. I'm not post doing video. no so I'm Did not you post our other video? Just how you're breaking up, man. No, you no, no, no. Do the bro. spin challenge. She just did the spin challenge for you, dog. You didn't pay attention. You do the spin challenge. I'm not doing no spin challenge. Do the man. spin challenge. I'm not doing it, man. Do the spin challenge. Vote poll. Oh, you want another poll? Uh, can we stop with the polls? Can we focus on, <laughs> on DC fandom? All right, all right. Oh. has ascended to a new place of existence, fighting for justice on a cosmic scale, which has led to massive change for the Amazons. Queen Hippolyta departs from man's world, leaving Nubia to watch over Themyscira as new tribes of Amazons appear. Yara Floor recently introduced to comics as Wonder Girl, and Nubia find themselves at the heart of a power struggle in this Yo, they, they, right, guys, the live stream is right. No, bro. No, we're not doing Whoa, it. Whoa, Young Justice Season 4 is out. Bro, Two episodes. Season 3 there, bro. Four, you did donkey. Bro, just wait, bro. This thing is almost done. Bro, it's Young Justice Season it's 4. Done. It's almost done, bro. Be patient. They lied. They said after the show. Bro, Miss Martian, Superboy, Beast Boy, and Martian Manta takes a little vacation to somewhere unfriendly climate. They go to Mars. Spence is not an act. My name is Christian Congre, and I play Gus on Sweet Tooth. I hope you are having the sweetest time tuning into this year's DC Fandom. I'm excited to be with you all today and answer some of your fan questions. So... Let's get started. The amount of pieces of candy I think I ate, um, probably about, like, more than 500. But I'm definitely not complaining. That was amazing. I do have a sweet tooth in real life, too. 
So the ears are actually controlled, not in post-production and not by me. It's actually a whole rig that controls them. So it starts by me putting on a skull cap, which holds the wig and the antlers, but the ears are actually connected to that skull cap and the ears have wires that run down my neck and onto a pouch on my back that's strapped onto me. And then there's a puppeteer and me and him work together to remote control the ears and think of cool ideas that we could do during the scene to really make Gus come alive. Are your ears soft? <laughs> Super cool. Bro, what is going on there? Was how the nature is so spectacular and extravagant. Drone? As soon as I get my drone license, I'm allowed to fly that in any state. You don't have that? You have the drone license? No, I'm working to get it. And I can fly any drone in any state. To your leader. He told the hunter to take him? What is going on with this kid? <laughs> Wait, is that out yet? Sweet Tooth? I don't know. I, maybe they'll tell us soon. Would you watch it? Um, I'll see the reviews first. If it has good reviews, I'll watch it. It doesn't look particularly appealing to me. I like the art. I like the way the guy draws, though. What's in Colorado? My mama. You have pigs and chipmunks? Or half pigs and half chipmunks? Oh, there's a lot of, of half halves. That one can look like. I think he called them hybrids. That one can look like he was half bear. You see his arms? Aren't bears natural predators? What are they doing hanging around half deers? I can't with you right now. Bro, what? Man, I'm being serious here, dog. <laughs> man, see, he ate 500 pieces again. Oh, What's last year we Netflix? Netflix. Look, you don't even have to pay for it. The sweet deal better be something free. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, Jay. We gotta see, we gotta see, we gotta see. Oh, oh, we, oh, oh, yo, I need that red shirt. And the animated shirt? Oh, what's a done deal? <laughs> we're about to drop peas. Bro, we're about to drop peas right now. I'll tell you. Do you actually want the shirt? What? You're actually getting the shirt? Let me see, let me see, let me see what they got. I gotta see it all. I actually really want to see this show. I didn't get to see it. Oh, did it crash? Red Ella. Is Alfred your favorite character in Batman Universe? Didn't you always want to be Alfred and you grow up? It crashed, bro. We, I think we're on the side and it crashed. We've had so much fun making Pennyworth over the past two seasons, and we just wanted to thank you all so much for your support. 
Oh, that show's already out? You know what? I've never heard anybody say it's been a dream to play Alfred. But I haven't watched the show, man. Maybe the show's really Whoa, good, man. Whoa, Alfred? Who trained Batman? Alfred. Batman trained himself. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, the Flash shirt is fire, too. Oh, there's an Aquaman King of the Night. Oh, look oh, at the, the, look at the Funko Crusader. Pops. Look at the Cape Crusader shirt. I actually like that. Can we show them that? Can we show them this? Uh, yeah. Hold on, real quick, guys. So we're going to try to show you what we're looking at. There you guys go. So we got the Batman shirt. That's the Harley Quinn. Look at the Flash Funko Pops. The Flash ones look really cool. That Batman logo shirt is nice. Zatanna. Oh, I like that King Shark shirt, man. King Shark is a shark. Off of nights. Oh, they got a long sleeve version of it. Yo, if they have a hoodie of it, it's done. I saw the hoodie, didn't I? Did it? Wait, something's fine. Oh, I'm not just playing yet. Okay. Superman Classic Shield logo. I kind of need to cop that. Static? Oh, that's the Justice League. Super oh, look at that. In black, I need that. Yeah, we're going to be going shopping in a little bit, guys. DC Phantom's about to make peas off of us. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, that's the image. He's about to reveal. An official instruction or rule <laughs> to figuring out how this all comes together. Absolutely, <laughs> because look, I, I I wanted to make it hard enough so that people didn't immediately recognize what the cover was. So I basically used elements and drew in characters that approximated those shapes. And at the end of the day, if you again, if you squint, <laughs> it should work. Um, but the uh, dead giveaways are the panels that say "Crisis on Infinite Earths," and we save them for this moment <laughs> so that we wouldn't spoil the the, uh, the surprise or the puzzle for the people that have been working on it. Well, it sounds really cool, and I am so excited to take a look at this with all the fans watching right now, too. It sounds like it took a while to put this all together. How long have you been working on it? Yeah, uh, look, you know how slowly I draw. So it's been, uh, we've been working on it for a couple months. Also, I love that you're like, you know how long it takes me to do If I tried to draw anything <laughs> yeah, near what you sure, draw, sure. it would be like three years, and right. I'd have like, there's one line. Sure. No, absolutely. Doesn't look like anything to well, me. <laughs> well, look, it wasn't just the drawing. I also had to make sure that the drawing approximated this this overall kind of iconic image, right? So that was the challenge. So now that we've got some more revealed, yeah. what does it all mean, Jim? Yeah, so that is the $64,000 question. <laughs> um, if I could date myself. Yeah, I see a lot of confused people voting for iPhone <laughs> instead of Android. Voting for iPhone. Voted for Android only, Amelia. Yeah, I need to stop with the nonsense right now. <laughs> That's awesome, but you do know that it's not just you and I here talking. There's like literally millions of people watching us right now. 
Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll fix it in post, right? Is that what they do? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll fix it in post. Leave that there. Yes. <laughs> all right, so since Jim doesn't want to reveal all of the secrets right now, I think you gave the fans some great stuff, so they're going to come up with their own theories, because I know that's what we all like to do. Batman trailer. Let's pivot to some other fans and amazing artists. So are you ready to reveal some of the winners of the art contest? Yes. No. Um, the, uh, well, you're not revealing, so now I'm ready. From Fandom last year, we repeated it, working with Talent House. We got a ton of amazing submissions from artists and creators. The Batman trailer is going to be literally the last thing. It's going to drop it at 4.59, and it's going to cut halfway, and then uh, we're going to be on disappointed. So let's take a look at the winners. All right, I like that, man. For the Flash, that looks like a, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Peacemaker, sure. That's cool. You know, yeah. Girl from Jazam. Oh, Mr. Freeze, that looks sick. That's dope, man. Okay. I like that, I like that too. Okay. Okay. Oh, the kid. The kid one. That's cool. The Batman trailer. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Finally. What a move. I'm muting ourselves, Jane. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Batman just always stood out. It's one of the major characters of the 20th century, and so many people connect to it on such a deep level and for so many different reasons. The first conversation I had with Matt about it, I just knew there was something radically different from anything we'd seen in Batman movies before. I felt that we'd seen lots of origin stories, We'd seen things go further and further into fantasy. And I thought, well, one place we haven't been is grounding it the way that year one does to come right in to a young Batman, not be an origin tale, but refer to his origins and shake him to his core. Right from the beginning, there's a desperation to it. He's really working out this rage. All the fights seem very personal. What's so wonderful about this world is the exploration of the gray area. Catwoman really wants to fight for those who don't have someone else to fight for them. And that's where Batman and her really connect. He wants to inflict his kind of justice. He's just compelled to do it. There is no other option. So you just saw a little look of us behind the scenes, and um, it feels like that was forever ago, which is really strange. And actually, um, as we're finishing the movie now, kind of really emotional for me um, to see you guys, especially uh, 
after all, everything that's happened and to see you now again. I feel like I've been watching your faces every day uh, in editorial, but now to actually see you guys is really, really great. And um, I gotta say, it was, it was a, an amazing time making the movie with you guys. And um, it's really cool to see you now. Oh, and it's so exciting to see like these little snippets of the film, you know, after for us being able to step away for a while. I know you've been in it the whole time, but every time I see just a little bit, it's just, it's so exciting. You can see the progression. It kind of seems like it's getting more exciting and bigger and exciting. kind of scarier. <laughs> there was just something very special and magical about the way you guys played off of each other right from the beginning. And so I just knew right away, I was like, going, wow, there's just a really neat like, I know you guys are friends, and so there was a great chemistry right Matt Reeves looks like uh, Alfred. He could have played Alfred in the movie. Obviously, that came out more and more. I mean, do you guys remember when we were doing that that crazy uh, sort of, I guess, screen test, I guess you would call it? You know, when you guys I mean, got together I, for the first I time? I definitely remember, because that was basically my audition, right? You know, Rob was already cast, and that was my audition, and I was really nervous, and I remember you gave me, like, a... <laughs> The hardest part of the audition, to be honest, is the helmet. I have the. They were like, "Here's this helmet, you know," and you have to like walk out, and then you take the helmet off, and you do the scene. But it's like sometimes really hard to look like cool when you're taking off. At, like you get stuck, and I was like, "This is how I lose the part. I lose the part because I can't take off a helmet." And it was just the opposite. Do you remember your first day, Rob, when you were wearing? one of the actual bat suits when rob and i first got together like we'd had all those conversations and then just by virtue of what it is it's batman this feels like well we always do like a screen test which is so like you know kind of the same thing you guys did rob did first by himself and had literally was wearing i believe val kilmer's val kilmer's yeah. bat suit yeah which by the way like the moment you put it on like that was kind of a crazy moment it was crazy but but i remember putting it on and thinking that this is impossible this is going to be absolutely impossible i remember you saying like because I guess just trying to move, I mean, wearing a kind of two inch thick rubber suit or latex suit and being incredibly nervous and full of adrenaline the whole time. I remember we did like two takes and then you were just saying, what, what can we do about this sweat? And I was like, nothing, there's nothing that can be done. I have to be drained of liquid. <laughs> the other thing that I remember too, which is cool because it informed the movie, is at the end of that costume test, where you came and you put on the uh, the eye makeup and began the transformation, that moment for me, that was when I was like, oh my God, it is so you. Like, it was just such a cool, and I remember you saying afterwards to me, you were like, uh, I don't know what I just did. I said, it was amazing, which it was. It was really, really cool. <laughs> I really did think, oh my God, this version of this character, this guy who's sort of almost like, if you think of Bruce Wayne as like, a recluse rock star in a decaying manner. There's this part of me that so saw you as that, and I had no idea that you would be interested in playing the role at all. And I thought, what if Rob doesn't want to play Batman? This will be a disaster. <laughs> and then it turned out that you completely, on your own, had a whole path to the same thing, which is that you had been obsessed with Batman for years, and when you found out that we were doing this version, you were very interested. So I was, it was one of those things that, for me, felt really kind of lucky and faded, and then we met. I really felt that connection with you where I felt like, oh, we're gonna be able to find something new with this guy and do something really special. But for me, you were always that version of what I saw in the page, and that was about trying to create a new version of Bruce. He doesn't have as much control over his personality. Like, the delineation between when he's Batman and when he's Bruce is not so clear. I mean, in other kind of um, iterations of it, it, you know, he really knows what he's doing when he's putting on the cowl. And, um, 
I kind of really like this idea of it's a little bit out of control. He hasn't completely defined what Batman is. I mean, it's kind of, he gets lost in it whenever he's putting it on every night and it's kind of, you're basically, he's not sleeping and he's you know, becoming this quite sort of odd creature. Like just finding the right, literally how to move as Batman, how to talk as Batman. I mean, that was what was fun for me even when you guys first met up. I was like, going, oh, so this is the rhythm of what it'll be like when you guys talk to each other. Like even something as simple as that. And like the way you came in with, like you had for me though, you had an attitude that was so Selena right from the way you came in. I obviously, you know, understand the gravity of a character like this and what she means to so many people. But what felt really important was to really focus on the story that we're telling in this moment, you know, and, um, you know, try and create a real human being. You know, I don't, I don't want her to be an idea. You know, I want her to be a real human being in a real situation, in a real city, trying to survive and reacting to her own pain, you know, and, and, and her history. So um, I really, really focused on this particular story and this particular moment in this woman's life. I think it was about trying to find a way again as Zoe was saying to ground her so that she felt like she had an emotional journey that made sense for who she was that ended up being Selena Kyle but was one that we hadn't seen before and yet some ways it does connect to the comics I mean that's the thing which will be fun to share with an audience is that there are very there are a lot of iconic Selena Kyle aspects to the story but I don't think any version of, of any of the Batman stories that have done any Selena stuff have done it in this way. Because this is the foundation that we're setting right now, right? Like as we move forward and see her become Catwoman, you know, that heart and that humanity will always be there. So we debuted our first trailer for our movie last year at DC Fandom. And we want to say thank you for the great response. It's only fitting that we share the second trailer with you all today. Okay, enough from us. Here's what you've been waiting so patiently for. It's the trailer for the Batman. Continues. It won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. 
you under there. So, Egg, what's your opinion about the trailer? Wow, that's the only thing I could say, man. That, um... What was your favorite was scene out of that trailer? That, you know what's crazy? That, um... When he was getting shot at? When he was getting shot at in that dark corner. And yeah. he was out there fighting. In that dark corner, and he was out there fighting everybody. That was dope. Yeah. That last scene at the end, when he's getting, uh... Walking out by yeah, the when fire. he's walking on, uh, yeah, out of the fire, coming to Penguin... The yeah. Colin Farrell's a penguin looks crazy good. Yeah. Well, um. The, the, I mean, there were so many scenes. There was a scene too, where, like he was kind of jumping down off of somewhere. He kind of had fire in the background. Yeah. Um. I need to watch it again. That trailer. That trailer was amazing. Yeah. Man. We're definitely gonna check it out. You know what? I feel like um the DC universe, ju DC fandom just ended, so we got everything released. Um. Yeah. Pretty much. So, DC fandom is done. So I'm thinking we we watch like the Batman trailer one more time, and the other stuff that we got. What do you think? Yeah, like, well, I need to see it um, again and again. Yeah, so and again probably. Let's go here onto YouTube, and which should have them all. We get the first. What was the first thing that we released in the trailer? DC live stream. The back Black Adam. So let's get. I'm gonna switch this to. If I don't get ads on this account. See the Black Adam trailer. Yeah. I've never seen the likes of it before. Having done James Bond for ten years, four films. Nothing compares to this. 
I play Hawkman. Cyclone. Adam Smasher. Dr. Fate. Leading the whole charge is Dwayne Johnson. He's more brutal, uncompromising, fueled by the depths of his pain. He's Black Adam. Black Adam. DC Fandom, and hello to everyone watching around the world. I am so excited right now to be here and to talk to you about the man in black himself, Black Adam. Now, as you guys know, this character, this film, this universe has been a gigantic passion project of mine for a very long time. And I have worked so hard, worked these hands, these calluses, my fingers to the bone on this project because it's the kind of project that I know comes along once in a lifetime. And the truth is, I was born to play Black Adam. Now, we've just started the post-production process, which is so exciting. And the film has, without question, some of the biggest action sequences I have ever been a part of. And I am so proud and excited of our incredible team who are working away to create breathtaking, holy shit, scenes that I know you're really going to love. Now, even though we're still working away, this is DC Fandom. So I felt like I had to bring you guys just a little something special. Now, you know me, guys, and you know, I always like to say that you, the audience, the people, you guys are my number one boss. So I got together with my director, Jama Colette Sarah, and we put together a little glimpse of one of the opening scenes of the movie when Black Adam is first revealed. Now, what you're gonna see here is why the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. I hope you enjoy this very first look at the man in black himself, Black Adam. I egg the Black Adam. What 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 do you what uh, listen, do you say? I just need to see two trailers, all right? We just saw the first one. But the, the next one's gonna be the Batman. I don't need to see nothing else. Um, um, what did what did you see and what did you like from it? 
uh, what a song what I like from the Batman from oh, I almost said the Batman Black, oh Black Adam we're, get, we're getting to the Batman don't worry all I, all I need to he- hear is the Batman um, it was insane dude um, the Batman I remember <laughs> oh you mean Black Adam Black Adam um, what did you like the Black, teaser Black. the teaser of it visually it was really interesting which in a good way okay. I really enjoyed that Okay. Um, I'm really happy with them finally giving us a Black Adam. I think Black Adam was teased like ten years ago. They announced Dwayne Johnson as Batman, something crazy. Batman? I mean, Dwayne Johnson as Black. You guys, Adam. you guys know obviously where my brain is at. Okay, we're gonna um, get to the Batman. We have, you, we have have us on breaks though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I did it on purpose because I'm gonna select the next trailer. Um. So, um. So that was insane. So I, I gotta say. And I decided to post another trailer for you guys to see. Um, well, my opinion on the Black Adam. I love his suit. I love the look of it. I can't wait to see him in a Shazam movie. Um, looking forward to seeing Dr. Fate return and see how they make him look. Dr. Fate was one of my favorite characters in Young Justice. So I'm looking forward to see him in a um, live action movie and for the first time. Looking forward to that. But yeah. now all I have to say is cool story, bro. Let's get to the Batman. <laughs> now we're gonna look at the uh, Flash first look kidding, teaser kidding, trailer. Kidding. Greetings, DC fandom and domers. Ezra Miller here, live from the set of the Flash. It looks like this. We're very excited to show you the movie, uh, and we can't yet because we're still making it. We wanted to show you a teaser, but we can't because we don't have enough material to make a teaser yet. We, we can't make a trailer, uh, but we do have this small sneak peek that my maestro Andy and I have put together that we really hope you'll enjoy. And I will see you in theaters later next year, or more importantly, you will see me. Tell me something. You can go. Anywhere you want, right? Any timeline, any universe. Why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? You change the future. And you change the past. Are you in? Real quick, I paused it there for a reason. Do you see what's behind him? Another cameo. Of who? Of him. I don't know, man. You could be stretching. Let's continue. Okay. All right, Egg. 
What's your thoughts on that? The teaser of all teasers, man. I didn't get to see the Batman, so. But um, that movie actually looks really good too. One of the ones I'm, I'm actually most excited for. The animated um, version of Flashpoint was really good. You and I watched that maybe a few months ago. I watched it for the first time a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So I think the story, I think that score is going to be really good. Okay. Um, I'm, Talk again, Jay, what do you my, think? my theories were from what it was before. I have a feeling that that's going to be um, Thomas Wayne as Michael Keaton. And then Ben Affleck is going to be the... Bruce Wayne, and then we're gonna have see different versions of Barry Allen in this Flashpoint. I think, or what they're gonna go with with it. But that's those are my theories. That'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? If we get um an actual time travel story where there where the the person who's time traveling can interact with versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think those are two big, big, big things. Now it's the moment that Egg's been waiting for. That for everybody's been waiting for the past hour. The Batman trailer we watch. Let's take a look at it now.
Alright, we got you finally got your Batman trailer. What's what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Oh, sorry, that's my bad. What's your thoughts on the Batman trailer? It's exactly what I wanted from a Batman movie so far, I think. I'm getting like grounded in realism, which I think is really cool. Um getting the gritty dark vibes. I'm getting intimidating Batman. I mean, I don't know what else I could have asked for in a Batman story. Um I'm a big fan of Selena Kyle in this one. Colin Farrell as a penguin is amazing. I mean, he, he um, I get real gangster mob vibes vibes from him, which is what I want from the penguin. He doesn't, nothing looks cartoony at all. You know what I mean? Um, I know for some people, the Batman voice that other uh, actors had used was something that bothered them. I'm not getting any of that either. So I am completely blown away by the trailer. Um, I can't wait for that movie. That that has to be my most anticipated movie over Spider Man over. Eternals, which you know how excited I am about Eternals. I mean, Batman is Batman is number one. What do you think? Um, yeah, it's a movie I'm definitely looking forward to. You know how much of a Batman fan I am as well. We both are. Um, I feel that the trailer was great, but I can't wait to see the movie to be able to give a full opinion on the movie. Because the trailer can be deceiving and it boils down to however well Robert Pattinson plays Batman and Bruce Wayne in the movie. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing how well he does in that movie, in my opinion. Um, Other than that, we had a really good stream. Sorry for all the inconvenience of the live stream. I know we were supposed to be streaming on YouTube. We had to stream on Twitch today. Um, and our camera has been acting up. Sorry for all that. But to end today's stream, we did a strong poll in the middle of the stream. The strong poll was which phone is better, iPhone or Android? Oh, man. And, Dude, we're going to do this at the end. <laughs> and we, it got about 12 votes. And we got iPhone with an 83%. And Android at 17%. I don't care, man. My, my wife voted Android, so that's all I need. You can have your, you can have your, your stolen votes <laughs> by, the, by, by, so, the, by the traders that voted for iPhone. <laughs> so, another poll Eggboy loses to, but you know what? He's the, used the to taking out. still young. The day He's is still, still taking out. We'll keep you guys updated. Make sure you guys follow our Instagrams and our Twitters where we keep you guys updated on new stuff. I am going to be signing off today's stream. Upload this footage Thank to YouTube. Thank you guys for all of you that have hung out with us. Yep, yep. For these four hours, man, me and Jay have been here the entire time um, watching DC fandom. I remember the last time I sat four hours in the chair. Yeah. Next week, I will be bringing you updates on Young Justice. Which he's going to literally watch right now. Which I am going to turn on the TV and watch probably right now. But, Egg Boy. What? At least finish season one this week. Can you make me that deal? I can't make you any promises. <laughs> well, but next week I'm gonna be talking about it. If Eggboy d- doesn't watch any of no, it, no, I'll, I'll listen. I'll at least watch. Don't I'll you just, dare start I'll, from season four. I'll start from season four. Don't tell me what to do, criminal. <laughs> Don't you dare start from season four, because then you're gonna ask so many questions. I'm gonna ask you nothing. Alright, but thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you guys, thank you guys. This footage man. will be on YouTube and Spotify as well if you guys want to watch any recaps or anything like that of the DC fandom complete event that we live stream. But I hope I we hope to see you guys next week 
Uh, it's gonna be at our regular schedule. Regular um, schedule Sunday, time, six o'clock. Correct, correct. Where and this, we'll be on YouTube. And we'll be on YouTube. And Spotify and all that. Sunday at six p.m. But um, but but you know, go ahead and uh, subscribe to our channel, man. Uh, uh maybe just sign up. I'll start playing some uh. Some live stream games, some yeah, some yeah. games, bro. Some you can games. be on the console. I'll be on the on the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch some dubs out here real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Who knows? Who knows what this channel will bring? Maybe we maybe we start streaming on Twitch. We're on all platforms now, boys. We're worldwide. Yeah, Mister Worldwide. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Forget you, people. We're Mister Worldwide now. <laughs> oh wow! But we'll catch you guys later. I right, take it easy, guys. Have a safe week, man. Yep, Enjoy yep. yourselves.